0: Welcome back from E3 2016. It's podcast unlock the World's number one Xbox podcast. Full crew is back. The on-brand Alana Pierce. Hi.
1: greets. I can't see her uh, from the background. It's she's she's cast un- yeah. locked. Yeah. It just says she's cast locked. The green. locked. Yeah.
0: Uh, Marty Sleeve, hi. hi. Welcome. Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. And I'm Ryan McCaffrey. We are the not-sick people from I IGN. I really
2: thought you were going to say Nazis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nope. Do you have something you want to tell? Wow. Us, Alana? I think it's number one Nazi podcast. We are bad.
0: the
2: Nazis from IGN. <laughs> oh,
1: Next oh, week, no. Alana's out. <laughs> She's out for two weeks.
0: Now. HR had something to say. Yes, didn't go well. It's been fun working with you. So yeah, we're back from E3, and I love E3 every year. It's yeah. so much fun, and it—I mean, by the end of it, you're the Walking Dead. That you are literally mm-hmm. oh, a zombie. It's over. I remember I was in. I'm not gonna. Name any names to make anybody feel bad, but I was in a high-profile game demo of a game that looked great, and I but my eyelids were just like, uh, help, yeah. help, and I just couldn't physically couldn't help it. Yeah, at Zelda. This <laughs> probably wasn't Zelda. Probably no, was, but it seems like it probably I to, wasn't Zelda. I got to play that. It was great. I didn't get to play that. I got to play
1: every other video game except for that. Everything,
0: every other game,
1: mm-hmm. literally seven hundred. What a great
0: game. E3 you had. Yeah. yeah. So let's get right into it. I mean, that's what we're here to sort of analyze the E3 from Xbox our episode 250 if you missed it it's on iTunes now you've hopefully probably seen it but it was our we said it was gonna be live and it totally was it was right after the conference with Seamus Blackley myself Marty and the poor uh Destin who got
3: very few words in oh just about the first topic (laughs) the first topic I was about to say my piece I was like well I got interrupted then you transition to the next thing just to <laughs>
0: defend myself, I know how there is goes. a, there yeah, a yeah, producer yeah. in my yeah. ear with the earpiece yeah. saying, move
1: on to the next yeah. topic. Yeah. So... I, I still love you. It's nothing personal. Yeah, I always feel bad with live shows, stuff like that, where like the producer's like, "All right, wrap it up," and then they start telling a story. I'm like, "Uh huh, uh huh," and I just stop paying attention. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, and you're I'm are like, so Oh, just shut up so I can have a say it. Yeah, just literally looking at it. I'm kind of paused there. Well, we yeah. Yeah. gotta yeah. move yeah. on. Yeah. Sorry, no, <laughs> I was just taking a breath. Yeah. You're,
0: you're just you're focused yeah. on nothing but waiting for a, them to stop yeah. so you can just jump. Man, in Man, that's and move brutal. On. Yeah, jeez. Live television, folks. Live, live broadcasting. Zach just yelling in your ear. Yeah, and he's a he's a mean one. Yeah, wears a lot of denim. Like a biker.
2: Did you see the... uh, Bikers don't. You know how we have those those title cards and it'll say, like, when you're on the live show, it'll say, like, Ryan Oh, yeah, they spelled my
0: last name wrong. Oh, really? Thanks, guys. Yeah,
2: but mine... uh, So I was wearing this, like, white jacket... And apparently, it was like too blown out on the lights, so I borrowed your jacket. Yeah, you
0: came and got my dude jacket. Yeah, and
2: it was. It then said Alana Pierce just stole a mailman's jacket
0: because <laughs> it was
2: like way too big on me.
0: Like, yeah, that's kind of what that looked like.
2: Good work, Zach Ryan.
0: I love that they're paying attention to the the jokes in the in the you know lower thirds, yep. but not the actual spellings. Yeah, that's
2: true. Names. They also had uh, one for Jared Petty that underneath was like. Why is everyone mean to him? Well, everyone is mean to him because people think everyone's mean to Jared.
1: Also, uh, if I took a shot every time my Twitter handle was spelled Nick Big Titty, I'd have died of alcohol poisoning. And that's saying something coming from you. I I
2: was on the YouTube gaming um, pre-show and they spelt my handle Carl Alonazard. Yeah,
1: Carl Alonazard. Which I find quite funny. (laughs) Uh, oh, then yeah. you changed it. Yeah,
2: I mean, we fixed it. No, no, I automatically changed my, uh, my handle. It's
4: now
3: you at Carl on You adjusted your well. whole life. Yeah, yep. F it. Yep. We'll do
0: it live. <laughs> that's what happens. That's why we record this ahead of time, <laughs> to minimize those yeah. things mm-hmm. from happening. All right, let's get right into it. I wanted to start first with, uh, so our Best of E3 awards were posted. I wanted to just cover the ones that are uh, specific to Xbox. So not third parties, just like Xbox exclusives that uh, that won something. And we'll start with the best Xbox One game. I'll bet you guys can guess it because you probably all voted mm-hmm. for it. I'm gonna be honest, I read Sea of Thieves. I read it. Yeah, yeah I can see you can it. Or <laughs> you can read. That's yeah. your other yeah. option.
2: Sea of Thieves was awesome.
1: Yeah. We, we is, it, the is there point. an actual segment later? Yeah. Uh, there's
2: a,
3: there a photo of you having the time of your life playing with three of your buddies. I cried. And, Well, there's yeah. a story behind that, which yes. we're going <laughs> to we're gonna
0: get to because <laughs> when I heard the story, I, I, I suddenly wished I had thought of that. Yeah. Uh, it's also it every brilliant.
2: time I tell the story, I lost. Laugh. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's
0: better. Yeah. Uh, best adventure game went to We Happy Few. Now, this is, again, mm. this is best meaning all adventure games and. Uh, so it is just genre based not platform based that was actually based, so.
2: the first time I'd seen We Happy Few was at that conference and it looks awesome one yeah. of the
1: breakout hits of the show that's the first time I saw I it and paid attention to I it mean, oh really also that's yeah. the first time they've showed it differently than the procedurally generated roguelike thing yeah. oh
2: was. wow that's not what that looks like, like at
1: all like this is very different this had like heavy shades of bioshock uh, yeah which totally i think is why everyone was super floored yeah it's mm-hmm. definitely felt very different BioShock. than the game that they've shown yeah. yeah
0: yeah we had uh guillaume in here uh show we did some exclusive stuff with it back in i want to say october wow
2: so it's been around and for it, a while
0: yeah and it's i mean it was very promising but it was you know very early then it's come an incredibly mm-hmm. long way and that's not to disparage what it was in october totally. it's just mm-hmm. like it's it's just it was a really cool
3: idea that's you could see how fleshed out it is. Yeah. Yeah. We it's actually have fantastic. the entirety of that gameplay chunk uh, recaptured by yeah. one of the guys that are working oh, nice. on the game. Uh, so if you just want to watch like 15 minutes of gameplay, you can you can see that demo actually on IGN right now. Great, yeah. Great. That's a
1: team that they worked on a game. The first game was a game called Contrast, which was a PS4 launch title, and I think it came to Xbox One eventually. I think so. Um, But that game is awesome. It's secretly one of the best uh, launch games for PS4, so you should check that out.
2: You've played We Happy Few. We won't get into this too much, but I chose not to play that at E3 because I feel like the way that the chunk that we saw at the press conference looked, that if you played a small amount of it, it might ruin it.
1: I didn't. Hmm. You
2: didn't play it? Okay. So hopefully, when it comes out, which is supposed to be what, later
0: this year, uh, it hits it hits the Xbox preview in late July. But I that's believe not gonna so be that's not going to be single soon. player stuff. That's not going to be the
1: stuff, right? Oh. It's going to be the stuff I mentioned earlier—the procedure generated, roguelike stuff. Right. Yeah, this scripted, narrative-driven stuff isn't coming till next year. I believe. Oh,
2: strange. Okay. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: It's that's again, it's that sort it's of a game. double-edged sword of of preview or early access or whatever mm-hmm. platform mm-hmm. you're on. You know, you can get in early and see it early, but it's not done yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I want the narrative stuff. Yeah, That's, me too. that's but, my forte. Yeah. I think. I think this is with all preview. I guess I, I know this was the case with arc Survival Evolved, where uh, if you bought it in preview program, you, you, much you, you only you pay once. Yeah, yes, and you end up paying less than yeah. the, mm-hmm. the final game yeah. price. So I don't know if that's the case with We Happy Few. I would suspect so, mm-hmm. but I don't know for mm-hmm. sure. Cool. Best platformer. This is a game you're going to be hearing a lot more about because the reviews will be hitting next week. Uh, so you'll be hearing everyone's opinion on it, mm-hmm. and that is Inside won yeah, yeah, yeah. our best platformer award. I know. Is there a mic? I office. can just drop. I mean, how how great was that cool little short trailer that they showed? Oh, it was great. yeah. And it then turns out,
1: the rest of the game is even better. Well, based on
0: the based on <laughs> yeah. the preview. Oh yeah, based on the preview. that you played Definitely so far.
1: Didn't finish it. No, just a preview. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that game uh, is is very special, and so everyone should check that out in a week or two. So yeah. that's
2: coming out? Is it coming out next, next, next week? Next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely going to play that. It looks gorgeous.
3: Which, by the way, just get, if you like Limbo at all, just buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just does it's anyone help not that like studio Limbo? succeed. Really? I don't know anybody who plays this like, this game's stupid. Right. I don't know
2: anyone who like actually dislikes Limbo.
3: <laughs> actually, back when it launched, somebody was really mad. They're like, I'm tired of these artsy-fartsy games. I remember because I did a preview <laughs> on it, and they were super mad about Limbo, huh, and I'm like, of go. all the things to get mad about. Shout
2: out to that guys you're gonna <laughs> yeah. hate inside don't play it i <laughs> foxy these yeah. guys
3: have play dead's been
0: has spent the last six years on inside that's crazy and uh, yeah Wait, it's Limbo out next was week six
2: years ago yeah.
0: six
1: years oh that yeah, was a really? winter of arcade game wow
0: yeah. <laughs> uh speaking of which actually somebody asked me on twitter and yes that so remember when i was i was being super cryptic and vague about i had this anecdotal evidence of, of a to my theory of mm-hmm. why I thought mm-hmm. Summer of Arcade was going to be coming back and be announced. Mm-hmm. So I thought, and the reason is, is because we were tipped off to Inside ahead of time because we got the preview build, mm-hmm. and your preview's up on IGN, and you should either read it and or watch it. They said that, you know, we got told that the game's out June 29th, summer, and the 29th is a Wednesday. So I thought, okay, super high-profile game. We've been waiting forever for They've stayed super quiet on it. I thought, Wednesday? big game either it's, it's, happen- kind of, it's happening yeah. it didn't happen mm. but you know what can still I get do? a cool game on a Wednesday we do indeed and finally the other big Xbox victor on uh, the, the IGN E3 awards was best racing game not even a contest yeah. Forza Horizon 3 no, mm-hmm. and with no disrespect to Gran Turismo Sport which I didn't actually get to play but mm-hmm. I mean it's Gran Turismo it's been a great series for a long time yeah. but my goodness how good was Forza Horizon 3 did you see the sky Oh yeah, it looks very the pretty. Sky thing. I played it. Uh, I saw it on, running Sky on Xbox. Sky moves, Smokey. Clouds
2: move. <laughs> it's incredible.
0: I played it on the. Uh, I guess they call it the sled. It's a, you know, oh, a yeah. sit down in a cockpit thing with a with you know with pedals and a wheel, but the, but it has hydraulics mm-hmm. that are oh, tied cool. to the game. So it's literally like the greatest arcade experience you've ever had, mm-hmm. uh, and and on a curved. 50-something-inch television that's in awesome. 4K. So it was the PC <laughs> that version. That yeah. awesome. Actually, that's a pre-order bonus. Wow. They, that whole thing is <laughs> in your whole house. Thing. Only, Only $1. $1.99. $99.99. Yeah. <laughs> add a few more zeros um, onto that. Yeah,
2: I didn't get to play Forza. I know it's Forza, but I, I like saying Forza better because I'm Australian. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is the time you can say that for this game it's specifically. in Australia. <laughs> yeah. I
2: didn't get to play it, but I saw like a behind-closed-doors preview of it. Yeah. and It's absolutely gorgeous. It takes place in places that I've been to. It's really cool. <laughs> Byron Bay is, uh, like, the first location that I saw, which is, like, this gorgeous hippie beach town, which is really cool. And um, they're really focusing on social stuff. Like, you can... The people who played Forza previously, uh, in Horizon, they have, like, Horizon tournaments. It's, like, a certain car type yeah. on a certain track, and you have to, you know, certain amount of laps that's specific to that type of car and all the other cars who went All of the other cars who? I made it sound like they are people. They are
1: people. It's like all of the other cars.
2: cars have to be of the same... Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this time you can make your own tournament, basically, uh, for your friends, and you know, specify all of those different things, and uh, make your own tournaments and share them with other people, and they have popularity ratings so that you can find stuff online. So it's going to have basically limitless content, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: I also just never play. Forza socially and have absolutely no interest in playing Forza Horizon socially. So.
0: But with the with the drive avatar things, you don't you sort of get that experience without yeah. actually needing. Drive yeah. are really you can, cool. You can they also are. get
2: rid of some yeah. people's drive avatars. Like if you don't like the way that a certain friend drives, you can just like get rid of that drive avatar, which is cool. Also, you can drive as a woman for the first time ever. Congrats. I'm yes. actually very happy know, about that. That's it. great. <laughs> it's like it's always just some dude who just blank face, and now you get to like pick your own avatar, basically Love from a like a big range. Face. Face. Yes, <laughs> now you can a very bored looking woman. Like
0: it's yeah, and they always have clever races in, in Horizon. Uh, the one, I, the, the demo one that they showed that I did had a. Uh, it was three parts in three different vehicles. First, it started in the uh, whatever the name of that new Lamborghini is. That's the cover car for yeah. the game. But then the the last section was this was this just huge off road half monster truck, half buggy thing. But you're you're racing a this little fifties Jeep, except that Jeep was being carried through the track on a helicopter. Yeah, awesome. So you're effectively racing a helicopter and then it drops the Jeep at the end. I love and that. I won. Nice. Okay, and it's just that game I don't know how those guys do it. Playground games. I'm in hindsight, I'm so just thrilled that the little historical Context for with IGN is our first our first IGN first mm-hmm. was revealing Horizon Two. Mm. Okay. It's a, such a great game. Do you
1: think Playground and Playdead are going to work together in the next game? They really should. Yeah. No. Like a Limbo cart racer mm. that ends uh, in a car crash. We just did it. We it's done.
0: We just did it. We just made Limbo. <laughs> we, it's it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Uh, all right. So <laughs> Scorpio. That's the big topic. That's what everybody, uh, the Xbox community, is buzzing about. The rumors. I, were you guys surprised that they just took it head on, Microsoft took it head on, and said, here it is, here, and it's coming out next fall, Yeah. and, and just basically uh, slapped their, their uh, wangs on the table and said, here it is. Yep. Oh, there were
1: wangs it? <laughs> oh, What's yeah. The they they six, had, six, they the had, had a to send it. Six
0: teraflops. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that's six wangs. That's what a teraflop is. A
0: teraflop. <laughs> you figured it out, Marty. But yeah, <laughs> what do we say? Uh,
2: I was totally surprised, yeah, absolutely. Um, and we had said before that they had to be really careful about the way that they phrased it, and yeah. I feel like they did a good job. Like yeah. We are making something that's more powerful. My favorite or the most intriguing part of that whole presentation was the part where Todd Howard was like, uh, "Where as we announced, we're making um, Fallout for VR, and it's going to be so great to have a console that can run that. What does that mean?
3: <laughs> like <are>. that's What? <laughs> Vive or Oculus, probably. Support. I mean, it would be Oculus at this
2: point. But Fallout VR is, I think, only on Vive? That's what it was
3: announced for. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you go over to Bethesda, and they were demoing it on... On Vive. ...whatever they use, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Hmm. I don't want to say Vive, because
1: maybe it's a proprietary Bethesda VR thing. I can't keep track anymore. Um, yeah, I think it was the messaging was really smart. I think bringing folks like Todd Howard out, like folks that are recognizable in the industry and showing that they have support of the developers was huge. Using the word teraflops multiple times. that was Yeah, a which good I didn't <laughs> realize it was about Pangasus slapping on a table. It <laughs> would have been a much different post-show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was also important that at the end they sort of showed that they have these three different pillars with the S, with the original Xbox One, and with whatever Scorpio is going to be called, yeah. them. You know, she's pretty much saying that, like, hey, just because you bought an Xbox One three years ago, we're not forgetting about you. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, hey, just because you're going to buy an Xbox One S in a couple of months, we're not leaving you behind either. Like, this is, like, they they seem, as of right now, at least through the messaging, they seem committed to... uh, Bringing games to everything. Bringing games to everyone. They're not Mm -hmm. leaving anyone in the dust. Uh, They were
2: very specific about that. I think that's very
1: important. I think that's very important. Like, whether that's still the case a couple of years down the road, when people really want to start, when developers really want to start, you know... Testing out the the uh, the Scorpio and seeing what they could do with it. Then that's going to be a different story. Yeah. But for now, uh, I think it was messaged as well as possible. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There I've are heard.
2: some people who are confused in that. Like I've just had some friends back in Australia who didn't really understand, ask me questions about it. Where people think that the S and the Scorpio are effectively the same thing. So like, there's mm. people think that Scorpio is a software, and they're like, oh, when it comes out, the S will be able to run Scorpio. You're yeah. like maybe no. it's a software change but it is it is specifically a hardware yeah, like I it mean, is, part this, of
1: it's going to be confusing in the same way that the Wii to the Wii U was confusing that's absolutely it like, right yeah. it was like well why are you keeping the name of that original thing and it's just I think it's because one's yeah. called an S and then one's called a Scorpio and they think it's just an
3: abbreviated version I think of the that's Scorpio. probably what it is yeah.
2: and, but it's yeah. it's not called the Xbox One Scorpio right it's just Xbox we, Scorpio well
0: Project Scorpio it doesn't have an official name again my my theory which yeah. I've said a million times before I think it's just going to be called the Xbox and that's going to be it from yeah. now on um but yeah i i really like this uh this is actually like one of my most picked up tweets all week because i think a lot of people it just resonated with people i, I thought i thought this was this was confident microsoft mm-hmm. the aggressive confident microsoft that you know i'm sure i'm going to get slammed by fanboys for saying this but th- this is a microsoft we haven't seen for three years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you know th- they have been on their heels. They've been reactive. They've been reactive yeah. and defensive for the last three years. Because they si- have to be. Right. Ever since that, you know, Sony came out with a... With, they revealed the PS4 in February mm-hmm. of 2013. And it went very well. And everybody was very psyched. And then Microsoft waited uh, three months. And when they re- revealed in May, right away with the whole always-on thing... And with
1: the sports TV. The, sports sports yeah, TV. Yeah. They
0: were just... They were defensive. They were on their heels right away. And they've spent... The last three years, trying to recover from that, and you know Phil's done a great job of of initiating all sorts of awesome things like backwards compatibility, Ooh. which by the way they celebrated their 200th backwards compatible That's title awesome. this week, which is just a great commitment to that. Mm-hmm. You got so, to really tip your cap. But just real quick, Destin, yeah, I don't want to lose my spot again. <laughs> no, <I don't>, sorry, <laughs> sorry <laughs> Destin, we have to oh, no! move. No. Um, but yeah, I just yeah. thought you know this is this reminded me of the Xbox 360 era Microsoft where they just said. They weren't waiting for anybody. Else. This is our thing. We're confident in it. We're doing it. Ball is in your court, court now, Sony yeah. and anyone else. So uh, they called it themselves a monster. They described <laughs> they described the console as a monster, and they said it'll be the most powerful console ever made. That was what Phil said. The best so, pixels, true 4K, <laughs> true 4K, and VR ready, which you guys were touching on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I just really it was it reminded me, like, oh, yeah, we haven't seen this Microsoft for a long, long time. Yeah. Now, there's a long way to go between now and launching this thing and having it be successful, but I really thought this was a great first step.
3: Yeah, I Destin. agree. Scorpio did nothing for me. Yeah. To me, uh, this said more than anything that I need to buy a new PC and upgrade it, because you combine this Scorpio announcement with the fact that all the Xbox games will also work on PC, Play it's anywhere. Like, why don't I just buy a new PC and upgrade my graphics card? So... Phil, they don't care. Mm -hmm. They're fine with you doing
0: that because it's all about the the, the walled garden now. As long as you're playing in their walled garden and giving them digital revenue from your Xbox Live subscription and buying games, they don't
3: care. I understand that, but that's really dangerous. I mean, if they want to own the console market, which they definitely do, then they've now fractured their market base to be PC and console. Yeah,
1: but we were talking about this on the post show. Yeah. I don't think they necessarily need to own the hardware console market anymore. If every, if Halo Six comes out day and date on Xbox One and on PC, like that game is going to be the best selling game that month. If it's because the install base, if you combine what I mean, Xbox One, PC, Scorpio, yeah. and gaming ready PCs, mm-hmm. that blows PS4 out of the water. Yeah. They
2: also I, already have you know Rex like Rex packs in Halo. They're already integrating microtransactions. Like yeah. they're making their software more profitable. It's mm-hmm.
0: it's the whole like. Destin, I, I just don't think they – if they're
3: selling more razor blades, I don't think they care so much about the razors. That's true. I don't think it's bad. I want to see Xbox and Microsoft own the console market, though, and I just don't think they're going to do that. And the Scorpio will help get people there, sort of, but I think a lot of people are just like they're not going to get that PC market. The PC market is just going to upgrade their card or whatever they need. And I'm just kind of like at that point, like I have an Xbox One. I don't. The S is really nice, right? But the I still S have my. Really we'll my talk nice. about that in a minute. Dude, I still have my one. I don't need the Scorpio thing, but I do need a new PC. I'll just build so, a bad PC. So, would you rather
0: spend real quick? Would you rather spend, let's say, five hundred bucks on a Scorpio, mm-hmm. or four hundred on a graphics card, and then maybe a couple hundred more on a CPU and another hundred on some RAM, mm-hmm. like? Which way would you rather go? I mean,
2: if if there's going to be the Scorpio and then there's going to be something else after that and then right. something else after that, years. it probably is smarter to just buy the PC.
3: Maybe, um, yeah, because that's what they're saying. They're saying like they're going to they continue to iterate. They really
2: said that, though.
3: That's like, what we had well, pre-E3, right? Yeah, they didn't
2: yeah. at this conference. So it's like maybe the Scorpio will last for a while. And I kind of wonder if that is them... It, it might not be that the iterating thing has happened. It could be them responding to VR, being like, oh, crap, we can't currently run VR. Well, we desperately yeah. need to be able to do that.
0: You're also thinking, I mean, you are a hardcore guy. I mean, the, the <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've, we talked about it before the show started. Yeah, uh, Six whole teraflops. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you know, a lot of people, like, the, the plug-and-play all off-the-shelf can't box. open with that. <laughs> we're good, we're good.
1: Uh,
0: all right. The, yeah. Yeah. So
2: whole teraflops is what lost me.
0: <laughs> People like the, like the just the box that's that's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
1: I get correct. what you're saying. Yeah. She just stop. Yes, it's also it's yeah. instead of
3: having to deal with the technological stuff like RAM and yeah, CPU open their and computer and Yeah. doing Okay, but that, that drivers said and, uh, <laughs> I, anyway, it didn't do it for me because no. of the iterative thing and those questions right. you brought so up. So go, are you yeah. saying
0: you're going to play all the games we're about to talk
3: about, you're going to end up playing them on your PC? I'm either going to play it on my current Xbox yeah. One or on my PC. Maybe I'll get that slim though, which we'll talk about. Right. Right. And, and, my, is really but, and Microsoft yeah. doesn't
0: care. That's I, mm-hmm. think the, yeah. that's, I think, the thing that a lot of people are, and it's not their fault, it's just like because of how consoles have always been mm-hmm. done, people just can't wrap their heads around that.
3: To be fair, all be right. I heard was a bunch of tech terms. I didn't see the product. I didn't right. see what makes it really special. I saw a bunch of dudes talking at a camera about how great it's going to be. is not that like
2: every marketing campaign ever?
3: <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like, like, until I have it games? in my hands and I can try it out for myself and really see how much of a difference it makes, that's when I'll say, wow, okay, yeah. I need to buy this. Yeah, I mean, of
1: course, it's the same thing yeah. with Neo. Like, no, mm-hmm. number Six teraflops doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I just want to yeah. see how cool the game looks yeah. compared to what I already own. So and, I, I have a question. I'm in the same place as Neo, too.
3: So. On the
2: back of that. Sure. Uh, I try really hard to remove myself from industry and think of what Alana 10 years ago would have thought of the Scorpio, and I feel like I would have Eight been year excited. Eight-year-old Alana who yeah. was playing with Barbies. Wait, I, was, I was older than that 10 years ago. <laughs> I was almost 13. <laughs> All right. So I think I would have been super excited about it. At this point, I don't think that I'm going to buy a Scorpio. When it comes out, I think that I'm... I really like the Slim, but I think that I'm happy to stick with my Xbox One for quite a while longer, yeah. unless they mm-hmm. prove something else to me. Does anyone else in this room desperately want a Scopio when it
1: comes out? No. I mean, from everything they were saying, it seems like a lot of a lot of the difference is going to come down to if you have a 4K TV or not. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with the TV I currently have. For, oh, for the yeah, me too.
3: Being. Oh, it does 4K? That's great. I don't have a 4K TV, so I can't even utilize that power.
1: Also, we, have, you know. this podcast has a long history of me not caring about peas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the yeah, niche down of sleeve a legacy.
3: I like to have
0: the latest 4K. and greatest thing when I can, but mm-hmm. finances don't always allow that, mm-hmm. so I think the price is going to be a factor for yeah. me, um, and also the the VR situation, because that's, that's the other thing. You guys started to talk about it with, will it be Oculus, will it be Vive? You can kind of make, I mean, the obvious choice is Oculus, because they already have a partnership, the partnership. with them. Yeah. The Xbox controller ships with every single Oculus, There's a there is like a silly theater mode thing you can do with your PC to mm-hmm. watch Xbox games on mm-hmm. it. Uh so there's already some kind of a business relationship there, but at the same time like if I, if I were to choose, I would rather the Vive be the one because yeah if if uh, Microsoft backs the Vive and a bunch of, you know, Xbox games go to the mm-hmm. Vive the Vive's my favorite of the three mm-hmm.
1: because of the room sensing technology. I it really have, makes I a difference. sal has been doing some great stuff. Oculus okay. is going
2: to get that, I think.
1: Yeah, and I also have a feeling three years from now, Oculus will buy the Vive technology. That's entirely possible. Enough. There's not going to be enough room in the VR space for three contenders. I think PSVR will be fine just because of the install base. Mm-hmm. Right. Oculus will be fine because of the huge amount, amount of, money. Chest of money, Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I think eventually, like, they're just going to sort of quasi-merge. You know, it's, it's
2: actually kind of a fair point that maybe Vive would be the one to die. Yeah.
1: Despite it being think, the best hardware. Yeah, I don't think necessarily die. It's expensive. It's <laughs> 800. Yeah, it'll get a sit
4: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Uh, but Oculus, I don't know if they do it yet, but probably will eventually ship with two cameras and you just have to set them up on opposite sides.
1: Well, of the it's the Which means it's just of like the one. It's push. like a thing you would Yeah, yeah and Oculus Touch is great.
2: Yeah, Oculus Touch is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're and already developing some really cool games for it. So. Yeah, uh but it's funny. We've spoken about like consoles having 4K a bunch and that of everything that I've ever spoken about on the show has gotten the most angry tweets. There was so many what, people who were like there's no way consoles are ever going to run 4K. You're all dumb. Why did you get a job in this industry? And it's like, oh. It happens. What? Really? Yeah, people have been really angry at me for saying that and like, I like want to figure out why. Like wh- why did people They'll think never that, that do wasn't 4K, a thing?
3: Even if this was the next gen, of course they would. That's where the market is going. Didn't that's think it was crazy. Possible. I don't know. It is a lot of pixels. I mean, that's yeah.
0: it, because I think it's not possible. My Roku can do it. I think they're saying that, but <laughs> probably because my iPhone there, can. There really aren't any PC games now running on high-end cards that can run 4K well. That's true. Uh, now, of course, the difference is Scorpio and Neo. If it if it can do it too, is uh, they're they're going to be. You know you can code for them, whereas a PC, you know, you can't you narrow in. Yeah. You can't
1: narrow in your optimization quite as much. I mean, that said, if uh, I think I've talked about it before on the show, uh, I saw a third-party game running in very clunky PC yeah. 4K uh, a little while back, and if that is what 4K is, and they lock down frame rate and everything, like holy crap, does it look good? Mm-hmm. Like it is like startlingly good. Now, and so mm-hmm. if next year, e E3, three, two e threes from now, three e threes, we see. The difference between what a game's going to look like on the Xbox One and what a game's going to look like on that, and if it's that difference, yeah, maybe I was off the board.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I say this without having seen a game Mm -hmm. uh, in running in 4K. Maybe it will also blow my mind, but I would rather just have a 1080p 60 game with unbelievable visuals. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like just something that's you know dial down the the resolution a a little bit. I yeah. mean,
1: yeah, I'm always art direction over yeah. just graphics. Like, yeah. I still think Okami is one of the best-looking games of all time. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, One other thing that scares me is uh, I saw Ghosts developers saying, of, course, of course ghosts and ghosts spiders, which spoopy. I'm worried about. We we talk about those. Um, the fact that developers were hearing about Scorpio for the first time when it was announced on stage. Uh, oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there were people saying, like, this is the first time I've heard about Scorpio. So they're ready to start developing mm. today, basically. So that's going to be a big hill because nobody can utilize that hardware until well that and, was announced and, uh, on stage. Most games
1: are made on PC and most games yeah.
3: have to be dumbed down a little bit for consoles. It's probably not so just like, file save as though. No, that's okay. You know. are, file save as. That's, yeah. why,
1: we're, that's <laughs> why we got South Park backwards compatible <laughs> finally. Woo! They finally, file save that's <laughs> it. Mm. Uh, and that's why
3: some devs are probably like, "What? Yeah. Like you're telling me now?"
0: Yeah. And you, yeah. you bring up one other point on Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to talk about before we move on, and that's uh, the lineup. I was thinking about this like. The, the Sony and Microsoft conferences were both excellent in their own regards. Uh, I thought they were very Apple and RNG, just in a, in a coincidental way. In that most, and I know this is going to get misinterpreted by people too, but whatever, I'm, I don't mean it that way. Most of Sony what Sony showed was like pretty far out on the horizon stuff. Yeah, L- look great. Don't get me wrong. Phil,
3: Phil actually gave like, him a little heat for you that. You
2: don't think we're going to th- see uh, Death Stranding next year? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: no? don't think so oh, okay. I'd be willing to make an in-and-out in engine said, next
0: year <laughs> I but, think
3: it's a production began, but uh, you know whereas, whereas <laughs> yeah.
0: a large chunk of what we saw at Xbox's conference is out this year yeah uh,
1: yeah, Microsoft That's was. A good point. Microsoft was here ninety percent. Here's what you're gonna be playing in the next six to eight months. Yeah, and here's a small tease of the future. Right. Whereas Sony was, uh, you're gonna be playing Last Guardian in six to eight months, and then here is an hour on the future. Right. Yeah. And where I was going with that
0: was, I was thinking like, oh, what, what's been announced for Microsoft that we could count on as a Scorpio launch title? And mm. I know that there are there's. Kind of no such thing because. backwards you know, and forwards compatible. Right. And Rod Ferguson, the studio head at, at uh, the coalition for Gears of War 4, was on our post show. I interviewed him and he said, oh, yeah, we're going to have. We'll be ready for Scorpio. We can just have the game mm-hmm. update it and you pop you pop Gears 4 in your Scorpio. So maybe they've gonna, made it really simple? In, at least given the option, right, yeah. to the developers. But what I mean by launch title is what's there will have to be those showpiece titles the, the that rise. come out that, the come, game that just right, looks yeah. gorgeous they come out at the mm-hmm. same time mm-hmm. of the Scorpio next fall mm-hmm. and and really you can point to them as like oh that's what that thing yeah. can do and i could only come up with two games crackdown and, do crackdown? you think crackdown's going to be that see i think crackdown's someone's out sooner than that, I that And i also
2: anything. don't think that crackdown is the type of game that you would well, use for that.
3: It kind of has a yeah, unique art direction, right? right? It's not really it's a... It's not
2: realistic. It's But
3: emotional. it's all about the cloud processing power that they're pushing with that's that true. one. Like right. when I that play it. T- <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> you played
0: uh, it? Yeah, you didn't Shocking.
1: know? <laughs> uh, but, I mean, when it consoles almost, come that's what they out... S- kind of sounds though. like a lie, to be that's honest. What like, they I talked about don't that. even believe you, really. When consoles <laughs> come out, one of the things that is always a showcase is a racing game. So we're going to have Forza. Forza Motorsport 7 is unannounced, but obvious. Okay, what is your other game?
0: The other yeah. one I was thinking, the only other one I could think of that would sort of fit that window based on what we know now is State of Decay 2. Oh. And yeah. I, that's, uh, I don't know the yeah. release date of State of Decay 2. Yeah. I would have guessed no clue, Halo. But Halo's yeah. on a three-year cycle. It's, oh, and that's not to say, that's that's not to say it can't move to a two-year cycle. What's well, been a year? It's no, yeah. it's been six months. It was November? No. no way. It's uh, it was oct- October, October, late October. It was like October twenty okay. fourth or something. So their cal- their calendar as it's literally always been fall 2018. twenty eighteen. would be fall yeah. twenty eighteen. Do I expect we'll see some sort of like Scorpio fueled teaser for Halo Six at E three twenty seventeen? Absolutely. Yeah. But for, yeah, stated De- State of Decay 2, and uh, as as just a guess based on you know the Because hey, they that announced- trailer
2: that we got was entirely cinematic, right? Yeah. State of Decay was just People driving up a highway and then pulling it. Yeah, yeah. And the goes off. Yeah. Again.
0: So, State of yeah. Decay and Forts are the. Are, are,
1: am I missing any? You're not missing you anything. But really you're coming s- at this from the wrong angle. Okay. You're coming at this from what Microsoft has done for the past three years as yes. opposed to coming at this what if they treat Scorpio the way Sony has treated the last three years where the first party is sort of an afterthought and what if Scorpio is launching with uh, 4K versions of the next Call of Duty 4K versions of Assassin's Creed Egypt 4K mm-hmm. versions of the next Battlefront So the problem 4K with K that, versions of Final Fantasy 7 Remake the problem mm-hmm. I see with that is that according to
0: widespread reports no facts yet Neo will be out first and they they're that advantage is negated because mm-hmm. Neo can make the exact same third-party claims. I mean, allegedly yep. Scorpio is way more powerful, so maybe that's mm-hmm. than than the Neo is. So maybe that's a difference. But I'm just, you know, so I'm thinking of first-party things as differentiators. I mean,
2: still, again, Oculus would count as one of those in this situation. If we have if it Forza lot, so. and it, then it launches with Oculus compatibility what immediately. If,
3: what if they're like, yeah, we have Oculus compatibility? By the way it'll also totally run the vibe if you prefer that platform. I and don't the old wow. and then like they have a Steam integration because of they the can Todd run Howard the Steam thing, games.
2: Like that's confusing and I mean this is a stretch but it could even be like I don't I don't see that happening because of the partnership with Oculus. I feel like that would ruin that partnership and that Got would it. damage their relationship. Yeah. But maybe it could be that Fallout VR is waiting to launch on Oculus for Scorpio.
0: Entirely possible.
2: Maybe they Absolutely. have Bethesda titles I mean, just be only like, you know, on one that. Of
0: my, one of my favorite things from E3, probably my literal tied for favorite thing, was Batman VR, mm-hmm. which was yeah. only shown on it was really good. PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. But how could that not at some point, like, even if Sony maybe bought a Time window exclusive. of exclusive oh, yeah, exclusive, I, I yeah. I that's got that. yeah. to come yeah. to the other VR yeah, platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to make Akaman exclusive at this point. Yeah. But, uh...
0: Yeah, you know, you, that's a great point. I mean... Maybe Oculus fills that gap, yeah. the, the VR it, games fill that sort of launch. I think it would that, do a very good of job launch. of that.
2: Like, it's, the market's so different now to how it has been for the last two generations, so Yeah, we have to consider that.
3: We also have to move on. We do, in <laughs> yeah. fact, have to move you on. Y'all want
2: to talk about the Xbox One Slim? Uh,
3: uh, I really do, actually. It's so
2: small and...
3: It looks beautiful.
2: It's gorgeous. Yeah. I really like it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It has... <laughs> just lots of holes.
3: Yeah, the various it's holes. It's perforated. That's but how like they presented it. They're like, oh look, look but there's a bunch holes of them. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: but it's what is it? They said the percentage on the press numbers how much smaller it is in the current it's next forty. forty. Yeah, percent, and the power brick is built into the console. Yes, so
0: internal power supply. Having yes. just redone all my work
2: <laughs> And from what I,
0: the first, heard from
2: being in a room with one, they are silent. That make any noise.
0: So, you well, were, okay, I haven't, been the, quiet, I haven't been though, right? in a quiet room with one, mm-hmm. but that was my big question is because that's the, – the Xbox One is dead silent. Mm-hmm. It, it, my it just power brick is super noisy. Unbelievably <laughs> quiet. And so, yeah, I really the hope brick the brick is the noisy. as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought – you know, because the pictures leaked out ahead of time. Yeah. And just from the pictures, the press photos – it didn't look that much smaller, but then yeah. in person it's, it was like oh, yeah, it good. is in fact. So does it? Yeah. You
2: know how there's a, that black bar underneath it? Is that yeah. a stand or is that part of the console?
0: Uh, well, there was the because
2: there's the white, there and is then a stand a for vertical. Black thing.
3: Thing. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but there's not a stand for horizontal. So
2: the black part on the bottom is part of the console. Did, it, the console? Yeah. The
0: Did okay. you guys
3: see one with a connect?
0: So no. thank you for bringing that up, Destin. Yeah. Yeah. We learned that there is no connect port. That if you want to use connect with it. It requires an adapter, which you can get for free from Microsoft. Here's the bad news: that adapter uh, requires a, an AC power a power adapter. <laughs> really?
2: Why? I love Connect so, oh, so much. But it's also funny because make- the front of Connect is like the same size. Like the Kinect <laughs> camera is the same size as the Xbox One S. Like if you don't look from the back of it, that thing's huge compared to that. Yeah. I love uh, Kinect.
0: Now the the surprise how, how the surprise Sorry. to me, well there's a couple of things. So I I may be reading way too deeply into this, but I thought that the 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 move to white for the Xbox mm-hmm. One S is sort of a, a Two birds, one stone thing. One, it sort of pivots away from. It, it it is a like literal rebranding of the Xbox One. Like, forget forget that one. Yeah. Here it's white now. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know to any, bury any lingering bad memories that the general consumer public True. might have of the Xbox One. And number two, it has the the added bonus of evoking another popular white console the xbox 360 yeah, yeah. which uh, everybody super loved yeah so uh, i gotta figure that the, the the color choice was very much intentional on microsoft good point i
3: wanted it in black
2: <laughs>
0: oh really I, I like black consoles I like yeah. more consoles. yeah well uh,
3: it covers up dust like purple like the game uh,
2: nice that's mm-hmm. that orange sucks to be you yeah. uh wow. it also
3: it's harsh yeah. well
2: there aren't any other purple <laughs> consoles <laughs> <laughs> Faceplates. Not
1: have no, to do I with hate faceplates. Rest in face place. place.
0: Rest in faceplates.
2: I used to customize faceplates. Oh, that
3: was, it was very fun. That was a I would paint them, yeah. I it really on right?
2: mine. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I feel like a lot of their marketing was very Apple. Like even the Scorpio trail. The, trailer, that that trailer sexy trailer sizzle reel like just, thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the yeah. way the text popped up, and even like the font. It all was very Apple. And I wonder if like that was an intentional marketing decision to make Let's everything Apple to, to try and have that. Iterative thing going mm-hmm. the way that Apple successfully has.
0: So the yeah. S is going to start at three hundred dollars for the five hundred gigabyte version, and then it's uh, three fifty for the one terabyte, four hundred for the two terabyte version. And I, it, the other, the surprising thing to me is it has HDR support. It actually is slightly better hardware mm-hmm. if you've got the extra hardware at home, in the form of the television. Uh, HDR, if you've got a TV for it. So I believe what Gears of War mean? 4. <laughs> yeah, I don't know it it sure. is a lighting effect, high-dynamic oh, range yes, lighting. yes, okay. So if you have an HDR-equipped television, you can get the HDR effect through the Xbox One S. Got it. Uh, which, yeah, evidently Gears 4, and I believe they said Forza Horizon 3 was yeah, going to yeah. utilize that as well, which would make perfect sense given that... Wizards work at Playground. Mm-hmm. Um, Actual wizards. So, a wizard, yeah, man. we're 100% going to test that once we can get an Xbox One S, and uh, we'll go find an HDR television and then.
1: We'll just plug it in at Best Buy.
0: Have to. Hmm. I've done that before. <laughs> I did that with a 360. Actually, did you get a game at Best Buy. No, I just went and because I wanted to see which TV to buy, and I had, oh, yeah. we had the consoles huh. before the general public did. You just so. bought it there and plugged it into a bunch uh, yeah, of TVs. Yeah, I, I asked, and they were very accommodating. Oh, that's cool. Very nice. Wow. They're hmm. very nice people at Best Buy. And then you bought it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> might not be far from the truth.
2: So you've also written here: I'll be damned if I understand how the hell they're going to sell any of these after yeah, announcing this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Th- they seem to have painted themselves into a corner.
2: Well, I don't. I think the point is that they. What they're trying to do is get rid of the original Xbox One. I don't think it's that they're trying to sell this; they're just trying to replace the Xbox One. They're trying to flush it out, so it's like
4: kind of like production they the production very they, quickly. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they did cut they they've cut the current price of the current black Xbox One to two seventy nine in crazy. an effort to to spur that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and yeah, so I mean, this
3: one's two ninety nine.
0: It starts yeah. at two ninety nine. Yeah, for the five hundred gig version. But yeah, I, I just don't see. After that, if you're a gamer who's who's seen or heard about Microsoft C3, you're gonna wait for Why screen. would you? Yeah, I would think July sales are gonna be nothing for the yeah. Xbox One. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they did do a price cut, you might get those families it's that $20. just see the price cut. Yeah. They don't know about all this news. It's also true. Like,
2: how many people who buy consoles are those hardcore gamers, and how many of them are families mm. that walk into a store and say, "Oh, that one's." Like oh, it's
0: 279. And now. It's it's
2: only but, $20 more expensive than the big one. Yeah, I'll right. get that. Yeah.
0: I will say that being said, uh it's entirely possible that Microsoft is just playing the long game and they don't care if they torpedo console sales for 1 month mm-hmm. yeah. in order mm-hmm. to help make that rebrand yep. go faster and go smoother. Yep. If if That's I could sell I
3: if I could sell my Xbox 1 for like 250, it's a day one. Yep. Uh and then buy this one, I'll pay you the 50 bucks. But I don't know about dropping the full 300 on a new console. That's going to be a well, little tricky. And here's the thing: I mean,
0: if I were getting an S, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want the 500. You will fill that 500 gig hard drive well, already, so fast. Yeah, yeah. I already uh, have the external.
3: Though, I guess if, so, yeah, if you've already yeah. got
0: an external, there, you've already. So for me, I just plug shape. in the external and I'm good to go. Yeah, but then your tiny like console isn't as tiny. I, anymore. Feel, yeah. I feel
1: insane that I don't care about how much is on the hard drive. I'm like a, my Xbox One's like a monk. It has like <laughs> I think it has inside on it now. and That's all. <laughs> What, what do, you do you just delete, delete? games yeah. after you yeah. play them? Yeah. If, I'm not gonna, if I know, I'm not going to play something. Just kidding. <laughs>
2: I mean... My you, save files
1: are still there. Okay, could That's it true. be partly,
2: like, I keep things there, in usually in relation to achievements. So it's like, if there's achievements that I still want on that game, mm. then so, I won't delete yeah. it. Good point. I don't. My, right. my work and machines. that could be what it yeah. is. It's, it's like, the, I care about that, so it's like, when I had, uh, I got... Almost all of them on Quantum Break, except for some dumb collectible stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to delete that now. I mean, I
1: stopped caring when I started working in the industry, and especially, like, I was doing guides and stuff where I would get platinums and uh, thousands in games, but it would be in debug versions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, all right, at this point, like, this is this means nothing to me. Yeah, I'm yeah halfway, that's better. I would yeah. prefer
2: not to care. But yeah, I'm, like,
1: halfway between you guys in that I
0: only keep... Ge- I delete things unless they're ones that I think I might want to access later. Yeah. Yeah. Really quick. Like yeah. so Master Chief collection has a permanent oh, yeah. place I'll on my name, hard drive. I'll yeah. like that. Grand Theft Auto 5 has a Me too. Cur- a permanent mm-hmm. place on my hard drive. Which
1: and sucks because it's so big. Yeah, yeah. The inside and rare replay that's on my job. And even...
2: rare replay
3: or well, rare replays like 30 games. Yeah. yeah. For, and then they're like 30 megabytes total. You <laughs> download
2: yeah. them individually, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. I don't think yeah. I have yeah. all of them.
0: But even then, even with just curating my my game my active game library down to the things I super care about, my
3: 500 gig is so filled up yeah, yeah. every time I'm, that i I'm want well to install a new external. game
2: i have to delete something i
3: got the hard drive you recommended. it works fantastic um it's e- like 20 percent full yeah, eric neustadt recommended that e formerly yeah. of the xbox live ops team mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i hide it behind my receiver so it,
0: yeah. you can't, can't really tell so the
1: burglars couldn't find it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> all yeah, right I'm we gotta move on well.
0: so uh really fast i can't believe we just talked about two new xboxes yeah. after e3 yeah really that's crazy unbelievable happening. from microsoft uh, let's talk games, and let's start with Sea of Thieves. Yep. Sea uh, how much fun! Thieves. So, okay, well, I guess let's preface this. This was the game that I couldn't wait to play heading into E3. Mm-hmm. The Same. the presentation, the stage demo started. You loved it? No, <laughs> I didn't love. I loved the game. Yeah. I didn't, so I. Uh, I liked that. This I caught yeah. some flack so from. The, the, well, the rare guys were giving me some uh, some good natured ribbing on this, but actually, we did talk seriously about it as well. I didn't like the fact that they had community people sort of yelling and screaming and having a good time. Were those community people? they were not hired yeah. guns of any sort. Yeah, they weren't like YouTubers um, or anything. So yeah. I thought it 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 distracted me from the gameplay reveal. Mm-hmm. But then I played the game. And you did and the same thing? Hypocritically, I did exactly the same thing. Now, I still stand by my criticism. I don't think that was... I don't think that was the best way to reveal what the gameplay. What do you gameplay. think would have been better? I would have rather had... Uh, not at like a totally robotic devs reading a script, but just the de- <laughs> like the, let's oh, let's get out of here. The Wildlands,
1: Wildlands. Oh, the so Minecraft
3: bad. presentation. Yeah, yeah. I'm bad I, I would
0: I would have liked to have had just the developers up there talking calmly and succinctly about things going on in the game and the then, features, the no, things you can do. Maybe okay, with- Dad. <laughs> Maybe that would have turned out worse, you know. For all I mean, they made their choice, and I did. Yeah, yeah I, I had a conversation with them about I totally, it. like
2: a lot of people were really split. Yeah, up. yeah. I didn't love it, but I, I especially after playing it was like this is an authentic yeah. representation of what it's like yep. to play that game. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like.
3: One of my favorite reveals, similar to that, was Red Dead Redemption's multiplayer, and the announcer kind of takes you through all the modes and everything mm-hmm. that are available, and he just kind of narrates it. There's like really there's exclamation point moments is mm-hmm. what I refer to them where they bring the sound up. They just kind of show the action. That's how they should have done Sea of Thieves, not four people screaming at you from a camera. I
1: yeah, feel like that would have like, been a more... That's public what I like. remember from Sea of Thieves is Alana Altano, Andrew and I screaming Yelling. and laughing. Yes. And yeah. and I, I did, did
3: the fun. same thing. You've had that experience, though. The majority of the public has not. And no, that... Most
1: of the public were at E3. Yeah, no. majority,
3: majority
2: <laughs> of, uh, the majority of the wealth was actually at E3. Yeah. And Play 5 yeah. Do you
3: guys think that like, people are going to identify with that? Do you I mean, think I it was a it smart strategy? I mean, I liked before
2: I played it, is the mm-hmm. thing. So I like that anyway, because I saw that, especially after uh, we went and played Werewolves Within at mm-hmm. Ubisoft maybe a few months ago, and it was a group of us yelling and playing VR. And it was like, after doing that with my friends... Uh, especially like you made a note of like it being kind of like Evolve here. When I play Evolve, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like yelling. Yeah. And we're all talking over each other and everything's chaotic. Like, because I can relate to the way that that was, I absolutely mm-hmm. think that was a good way to represent it. Because, okay. like, that's what this game is going to be.
0: So, that aside, when we actually got to yes. play the game, mm-hmm. I have to say, yeah, I, I want to go around the table. I know, Marty, you have an amazing story from your yes. this, uh, So, but for me, I was in there with four totally random people. It was I think hmm. it was one or two rare guys and then uh the rest were filled out by fellow media folks, mm-hmm. sh- you know, showcase attendees. And uh we were all talking to each other, we were all communicating. I kind of pl- ended up playing the sort of jack-of-all-trades. I Worked the sails a little bit. I went up in the crow's nest and was doing some lookout stuff towards the end. Uh, I didn't get on the wheel. That was the only thing. I didn't get to steer the ship at That's all. That's what I
2: did the whole time.
0: <laughs> but I was down there. We'd get hit with cannon fire and the, the ship would spring leaks up. and I'd go down and I'd uh, take the plank and and patch up the hole. And it's, first of all, it's stunning to look at. I think the art direction's gorgeous. The, the water looks incredible. The waves look great. Uh, did you guys play, did you guys see it? Uh, what time of day was it in the game?
1: It cycled. It started it the cycled yeah. yes. yeah, game, it in the day and went to night. Yeah, because my game,
0: my game was during the day. But then I, after my session was over, I just stood there and took notes and watched the next group. Mm-hmm. And theirs was under the bright moonlight that mm-hmm. eventually went to dusk, uh, dawn, and it just looked, yeah, yeah. amazing. Looked yeah. so good. Uh, and yeah, I, I was yelling like a pirate i was like hard to starboard from up in the crow's nest mm-hmm. and i i had such i had a huge smile on my face mm-hmm. the whole time and yes, that's same it, there are, we have you know we talked about some concerns about the, what the rest of the game is totally. what the what is what is the progression you know what is going to keep you playing this game i'm very worried that but, this
2: game is is great at a convention and in the long run is going to die which is what happened to evolve exactly what happened to evolve, evolve i loved it when i first right. played it mm-hmm. but i just you know, but i'm not willing to make that judgment yet no of course absolutely. We need to know more. what we minutes. what yes. i
0: played was probably the most
1: fun i had at e3 yeah mm-hmm. me too definitely yeah so absolutely. yeah and it was like uh, mechanically relatively spartan like it had uh, you had a couple items in your inventory you had like a Cup of grog that you could just use to get drunk, and all of a sudden it did the effect Which obviously we did immediately. We did immediately. And we did immediately <laughs> Start and started up barely walked the ship. Ryan falling in the water. It <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll was all trying to imitate life. Hey, Marty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, then we got on the ship, and we all had different instruments, so we started playing music together because yeah. if you play music around each other, I think I had an accordion or something, yeah. it, it uh, synchronizes. So yeah. So you all playing high. music together? So like, I didn't even see yeah, that. That's awesome. It's like a lot of just cute little. Did one of you have a little guitar?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a little. There was like a piccolo. There was an accordion. I didn't even see that. Yeah, there was a drum. Yeah, and then. Uh, Alana got on the wheel and yep. the three of us tried to figure out how the hell the steer Or So we started, we raised the anchor, we yep. lowered the sails, we, angled like it had angled it to w- where the wind was. Yeah, like the wind has these lines, like yeah. a little anchor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so we
2: basically did that until we found uh, we found two other ships mm-hmm. eventually, and then it was because when you're the captain, you can't see past the sails, so I would right. have to like tell people to direct me where so to we're, turn. So we're like yelling, like hard
4: ride, hard
1: right. Yeah, ride. or if yeah. I
2: needed to take a sharp turn, I would have to get someone to raise a sail so I could turn. Or drop, faster, the, anchor or and drop the,
1: the anchor. Or drop, the, or drop <laughs> the anchor. So
2: it was there's tons of communication. It's super. Then we important. got on the
1: cannons and we started firing at the other oh, ships. the It can- turns out every other ship were other players. There was probably three players in the world. There were three. I believe each. Was yeah. three groups, okay, so, 15. so fifteen total yeah. people.
0: Yeah, and uh, what was I just gonna say on that note? Oh yeah, I loved that the the cannons had no tutorial. There were no tutorials of oh, any yeah. sort. But I really liked that the cannon didn't have the the total video game like here's the arc of yeah. where yeah. you're aiming. Yeah. Like nope, you just have to shoot it and, and they, learn. Oh wait, yeah. I was way off. I love that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. hope they keep mm-hmm. that in the final game.
4: Um, oh by the way, in the
0: final game. I talked to Rare, you will have to load the cannons yourself. <laughs> yeah. in, in the demo, they, they were, like, just to speed Auto things fire. up. Yeah. yeah, you could just shoot as much That's as you cool. want. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, what happened in your game, Marty? So
2: what happened next was we were just, like, fighting against these other ships I think Brian like fell off into the water at, yeah, some, yeah, point we abandoned him at some point or something. So so Marnie jumps off the ship and goes to another ship. Yeah, we pretty and, much rammed
1: into it. Yeah. And
2: I and, which you'd wanted to do for a really long time. You're like, mm-hmm. oh boy there. But then you get on the ship and realize that you don't actually have a weapon. Yeah. So you can't really do anything about it when you get there. Yeah,
1: and so they're all just looking at me. They realize I'm on a different team. And we they... have to
2: keep shooting. By the way, yeah. we're not like Monty. you can't <laughs> stop shooting them yeah. just
1: because we're on that ship. And so I raised their anchor and the th- and and ran away. And the three of them were like, "What?" And they started to. Uh, uh, Get to, three of them went to a wheel and started to lower the <laughs> anchor again, and then I went to the sails and just raised all the sails. <laughs> and then when they turned, and then I went back to the wheel, grabbed it, and just started pulling in the opposite direction. And so they couldn't do anything Like for the last five so minutes was, of the
2: like, game. They I were, crippled like, them three shit. of them on this wheel, <laughs> yeah. and they were like pulling in one direction. He <laughs> was just pulling in
1: the opposite direction. So they and then at some one
2: point you were, you were just playing the accordion, accordion. And, then I would, like,
1: and then I would start because I couldn't communicate with them. They had no idea who I was, and then I would just leave, and then they'd be able to pull it up, and it's playing the accordion again and then drop their sails. <laughs> so you're saying you, you've
0: just uh, focus tested the game but we, Rare needs some uh, anti-troll measures. <laughs>
1: no, oh, yeah. it was the best. I'm mean, sure they're going like, to get like a sword. Yeah, sure. That's probably a loot a thing. Um, yeah, but I, I just it was one of those games where I was like I wonder if I could do this and I was like oh, you no, know, uh, I totally can do this. Yeah. yeah.
2: The so, idea of them just not knowing who you are. <laughs> like, you're just the worst pirate ever. <laughs> like
5: <you're> just <laughs> No, I'm yeah. It was
1: just like innocent Dennis the Menace just oh, ruining the so last good. five minutes of their play no. session. Yeah. But
2: the whole time we still had to keep shooting at him because yeah. we were like Monty we can't just stop yeah. shooting. And I love I
0: that eventually you take on enough water where you literally
1: have to swim below decks to go yeah. try and patch things that up. up. Yeah, was also yeah, that's just, what
2: Andrew was doing. I was also yeah. just
1: a wild card because they, the other ship that I was on took damage because of us mm-hmm. and I went downstairs and patched it up so they were like what is this, <laughs> this guy? <laughs> what is he doing? Who is this guy? He was mad with Scurman. Alana
0: you and I before we move on to the next round games, you and I were talking, we were having an interesting conversation yesterday, you know, about uh, the concerns of will this suffer from the Evolve-like Evolve. problem, because is, you know, it, communication is, is important in this game, mm-hmm. and if you're not playing with a group of friends, yep. are you going to have a good time in this game?
2: I think no. Like, I really, again, I'm not willing to say definitively because we don't know what's going to drive players in this game, but you know, I think outside of a convention setting where everything works and they have to make sure everything works, and you can all talk to each right. other, and everyone has a good mic, I don't see what will keep people playing this game.
0: So many people don't use mics anymore. Right. The irony that we've gone from from ever from a mic being included with every box yeah. when live launched being this amazing thing to now people are like, Yeah, I'm not, I'm I brought my mic that with Overwatch.
2: Yeah, so. and I, I think with Sea of Thieves, I. Again from what I played, I don't think I will ever play this unless I have a group of friends online now, who also remember, wants to play it.
0: Uh, Mikey Barra, who I know listens to the show, one of the Mikey. platform guys at Microsoft, he got on stage and announced uh, several new community features coming to Xbox Live, including looking for group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So theoretically, Sea of Thieves could be a perfect beneficiary of that where you could just queue up into that and be matched with like you know, with similar similar taste. Uh, players that yeah. all have mics.
2: Yeah, uh, again, it's still, from what we saw, it's you get on a ship and you shoot other ships. What I, else is there? I have do- a feeling
1: mm-hmm. they they didn't showcase any of the systems. I think so, right too. Well, and we had and also, race, treasure like hunts on land. Exactly.
2: That's, I think it's that we haven't seen enough. It's just what yeah. we did see wasn't enough to keep me going. And, and and I don't think
0: it's... I, yeah, I mean, I think it's... We have to walk that line, right? Because there's the line between we don't want to get Overhyped based on what we played, only to be let down later. If these these other, you know, if the depth isn't there,
2: exactly what happened with the ball.
0: It, it's our job to question it, but at the same time, we don't want to look past the fact that we all had an awesome time oh, yeah. playing totally. this game. I,
2: that's like one of the only times in my life I've ever cried laughing, was while playing <laughs> Sea
0: of Thieves at <laughs> the E3. The picture uh, I was that so somebody tired. snapped <laughs> yeah. of you guys yeah. playing, Marty's in the foreground, and yeah. you are just, it's clearly when you're that was screwing with those guys. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. You just have this, this genuine <laughs> yeah. look of, of enjoyment and on Alana's your face. was crying, and
2: yeah. Brian's
1: looking at very <laughs> confused. <laughs> yeah. It was
2: great. <laughs> Yeah, because you wouldn't been able to see what you were doing. No, <laughs> I could because you were next to me. So uh, it, was, uh, it was, yeah, it was super fun. Like mm-hmm. definitely in terms of gameplay, my highlight of E3, even above Arkham VR, which a lot of people chose as theirs, and like I mean honestly, above Zelda, despite Zelda being Zelda. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just that much fun. But it's, I, yeah, I just don't know how much legs it has.
0: So we have many more questions, yeah. but man, the, there is a there is a core. There's a great experience. Oh, yeah. ex- incredible enjoyment yeah. there, and mm-hmm. it's it's up to Rare to show us what the rest of it is and yeah. what that depth is, and hopefully Rare will cho- will decide that uh, we are the people that can help yeah. tell that story, yeah. because we only have a month-long thing that we do called IGN First, where we can go into these sorts of details. Yard. Hint, hint, because I know everyone Yard? from Rare is listening Rare. right now. Hi, Rare. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <Go-ho? laughs> Also, um, please make Banjo 3 for Marty, because Uh it would really make him (laughs) happy.
2: Damn
1: it. Ah. You
0: guys did it. It was terrible. State of Decay 2, we got an announced trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, What did you guys think of it?
1: It's a cool trailer. I have faith in this game. The first one's great. Uh, The game of the year edition, or whatever it was called, survival edition. Yeah, year one survival edition. Uh, That was great. Uh, It was strange that we had... Uh, if you count The Walking Dead, four zombie games on various stages throughout the week. That yeah. is true. Dead Rising and with uh, Days Gone on the Sony stage. Um, but knowing what stage of hey, is, those aren't zombies; those are freakers.
0: Yeah, no, uh, uh, no says no, Sony. No, no so, they're, they're zombies. That,
1: they're zombies. Um, yeah, but I mean, we saw very little of it. But uh, I think this is one of those games we'll see maybe more at Gamescom or yeah. next year.
0: Yeah, and I talked to. In fact, I forgot to mention at the top. I had uh, met Jeff Strain, the head of the studio, the founder of Undead Labs at a coffee shop around the corner from the IGN War Room. So, uh, sorry for the background audio. Like everybody went there. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) coming up up after whenever we're done talking, I have a 27 or so minute interview with Jeff Strain talking about uh, State of Decay 2. He tells you what uh, State of Decay 2 is, which it's not an MMO, which Mm -hmm. is what Class 4 was originally envisioned Mm -hmm. as. The follow-up was originally going to be. He says they started to make that game and then, for reasons you will hear him explain, decided not to. Hmm. So, State of Decay Two is a four-player drop-in, drop-out co-op State of Go Decay. Ahead. Which
1: does it say what state it takes place? State of Panic. Marty, I'm oh. so
2: glad that it's not World of Decay, like you thought it what might. What about be. Country of Decay? No, terrible. Peninsula Nation <laughs> of Decay. Well, Land of decay. Of, decay is
0: okay.
1: yeah. it's of decay. Yeah, mm. archipelago of Decay. No, it's
0: fine. Thanks, man.
2: Yeah,
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, State of Decay Two, very promising. Yeah, and, don't have a lot to say right now.
3: We, didn't, we don't have anything to go on, yeah. but I'm sure we'll be seeing more in the coming months there. There was a brief moment of characters hugging and stuff, which makes me think there oh, will be more makes me a hug button. depth Hugs? depth towards uh-huh. the character interactions. Yeah. That would be great. It's already, mm-hmm. it's secretly a role-playing game already, yeah. Yeah. so mm-hmm. the, the deeper they can go
0: on that,
1: the better. To let the secret out. Shh. <laughs> um,
2: for more zombies, obviously, we got Dead Rising 4.
1: Mm-hmm. Which Frank West! We
2: were right, it's Frank West. Yeah. Uh, it's in the te- Willamette? Yeah. Back in the mm-hmm. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so that's. I really like both of those things, but uh, it definitely looks a lot more Dead Rising 3 in terms of like crazy weapons than yeah. it does like Dead Rising 1.
1: I still haven't played a lot of 3. Yeah. But also, it's very yeah. silly. Yeah. It takes place around Christmas. Frank gets like a power suit where he's able to pull up stop signs from the ground that still have giant slabs of concrete on them. Yeah. He's I don't know. If, people. I don't know if I like that. I totally like, like I think that.
2: I, like I prefer it the way that it was. But. It's
3: cool, but I like that kind of as an option, but that's all they're showcasing. They don't show any other. Well, like, they got to give like? you the the quick sell. Yeah, I guess. I'm sure it's still going to have your yeah. little guns and shovels mm-hmm. and katanas. And... But like, so in the first one, you built up to the silly. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was your reward you for spending a lot of time Adam the in the game. You the Clown
2: and then got mini chainsaws that had you had to collect books so that they would last long mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, that exactly. That was ridiculous.
3: So it was, well, okay, the way they did it wasn't great. But the fact you know, that you I had to that. earn it. <laughs> I loved all of that. The <laughs> fact that you had to earn it I liked. And in I mean, this one, they're the just astronauts. like, hey, you just go to a store and get whatever you want. Well, I you don't, mean, you don't Dead that, yeah.
2: Rising 3, you didn't really have to earn it. Hmm. You just collected yeah. stuff.
3: Even in stuff 2, together. you had to get all the pieces and build those Wolverine boxing gloves and yeah. stuff like that. And I, yeah. I, I don't know. I like that, too.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't think that Dead Rising 4 looks similar to the first one. But at the same time, I don't think it looks similar to the doesn't look too different to the third one, so it, it kind it's of like feels like. It's a blend like
0: it, of one and three, right? That's
2: kind of what I'm trying to say, yeah. And it's like a Christmas. mix of the two. I like the Christmas I love thing. I I was just waiting the whole time for Frank West to pull out a camera. Did he do that at any point?
3: Uh, I think he had a phone. You can, do, you can make goofy faces. Like, I just fantastic. wanted him to say the words,
2: like, good. Nice. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> what was the one he said when it was sexual? Fan-
3: fantastic.
2: Fantastic.
3: Yeah, that doesn't sound sexual. I don't know. Oh, teraflops.
2: <laughs> I, th- I think it was good, that's was sad. his response to it <laughs> being that's why I said sexual.
0: Uh, Interestingly, they didn't. All they said on stage was holiday, and then very shortly after, holiday was some year. It turned into December 6th, Mm -hmm. which I mention only because (laughs) this year? Yeah. yeah, I believe that means that Microsoft has no major first party November release for the first time that I can ever think of since they've been Mm. making the Xbox. Wow. Yeah,
2: I mean, surely there has to be something.
3: Phantom does.
0: I mean, that's al- November's <laughs> always been Halo or uh, whatever their sort of... I mean, last year it was actually Tomb Raider mm-hmm. was their yeah. big November yeah. game.
2: Why do you think that they didn't put Gears in that slot? stop deciding so, with the other shooters? I don't
1: yeah, think they're going to mess around. It? Totally. Do you want Gears to come out right in the week after the, you know, there's that two-week span where... Call of Duty, Titanfall, Battlefield. Three consecutive. Yeah, Gears... 14 days. Yeah, I think Gears
0: they must have known. So Gears is just beating out those yeah. three, the, the Call of Duty, Titanfall, and Battlefield. Battlefield. Yep. It
2: also is probably best for that because that's something that people are probably largely going to play for the single player. Like, I feel like a lot of people who are buy Gears 4 will want to play through the campaign, whereas Battlefield, Call of Duty, Titanfall won't have that quite as much. So maybe they're trying to get the players who want to play through a story and then do whatever you want mm-hmm. with the multiplayer with the rest of that year,
0: yeah. basically. Uh, did you guys get to play Gears Four? I was oh, I the no. only one. Miranda, I know Miranda did. Yeah, Miranda she wrote the she preview. Yeah, I got to play it too. Yeah, I, I went on the last day to after she yeah. was like, "Oh, you make sure to go play." So I did. I talked to Rod Ferguson a little bit. What and did you think of it? I was really impressed. You know, I I was uh, I don't want to say skeptical, but you know, I had my concerns about the demo that I it felt mm-hmm. just not the demo, the, the multiplayer beta, that it felt just too similar to Gears 3. Yeah. But playing this... Uh, I, th- I played about a 25-minute slice of the campaign from fairly early on, and it just... Uh, it looks great. It, the, you know 30 frames instead of the multiplayer 60 with more visual effects. It looks fantastic. The lighting's amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a good sense of the characters. I'm feeling better about the characters Oops. now than I did after last year's E3. Yeah. And... Uh, They've, they've tweaked the core gear's gameplay in ways that feel just new enough without getting too far away. Like, you can shoot these gross pods, uh, swarm pods down from the ceilings that'll make, you know, cover. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. new cover. But then, if you know you shoot them or if the enemies shoot them, they can explode and either nothing might happen or a bun- whole bunch of... or a couple monsters might pop out or it might be a... I forget Dog. the name of it. Close. Um, one that uh, a little... Creature swarm creature that'll actually do this scream mm-hmm. that will pop all of the pods mm-hmm. in the That's area and then you just get swarmed by a bunch of them. Not a dog. So uh, from what we
2: saw at the press conference, uh, despite that ricochet gun that hmm. looks like the
0: uh, oh the, the, the shooter from, from
2: uh, Sunset Overdrive.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um,
2: yeah. That looked super cool, but like my my impression was oh this looks like a gears of war game. On that same note, I'm fine with that.
0: It felt great. I got to use that gun at one point because I played a different section than what was shown mm-hmm. on stage in that co-op demo, and it's a, it was a sort of combat ball where there's a you know I'm behind cover, uh, up and then there's just a bunch of guys out in front of me all behind cover and and they they give you that that saw blade launcher gun and I was able to actually <laughs> reminds me reminds me of the Ripper from Dead Space. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And and I was actually able to ricochet it off walls behind oh, nice. them that's so cool. hit them with it and so you just you know since they're behind cover I'd fire it, and then you'd just see these like chunks just flying yeah. yeah. up yeah, and it's, it's like awesome. that's great does it
2: have a split screen co
0: Yep, yep Good. it's okay. in there I care a lot about so, that so uh, yeah really I, I thought Gears 4 came out of E3 extremely well um, really stoked yep. of, stoked for it and we so haven't even October. seen Horde mode yet mm-hmm. Horde yeah. 3 so yeah. there is that Halo Wars 2 was I the only one that got to see that yeah, yeah, I, mean, I but
2: was God, kind of unimpressed How by it. nice was that trailer? The
3: CG trailer was it awesome. It was beautiful. The CG looks fantastic. Yeah, the CG then this looks show Then they showed gameplay, and I think everybody was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, I've, it's RTS. I've, yeah,
2: I've never really cared about Halo Wars.
0: Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, that's my problem as well. I like Halo Wars. I love Halo Wars, the first one. And it's kind of a tale of two demos for me. I played the multiplayer that was on the floor, which was different than the multiplayer beta that was out publicly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I played, I specifically, they asked me, like, oh, do you want to play on PC or Xbox? And I, said, I want to play on Xbox because I want to see if it the controls control, are as good as the original Halo mm-hmm. Wars controls. And they felt fine. But they, to be perfectly honest, the, the build, the Xbox build on the floor, I thought was really rough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was just, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. The game's not coming out till February, mm-hmm. which, which was actually a big surprise. We all thought that was going to be a... I a think big you can holiday release, mm-hmm. which they had originally said it would be holiday twenty six. You can
3: try it out right now, can't you? It's over. Yeah, oh, okay. It's over. Yeah. They extended it briefly. It's like you just broke
2: up with him. It's, it's
0: over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not you, Aww. it's him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, I just thought it was a bit rough. So I, I And it was multiplayer. I love the campaign in Halo Wars. I wasn't as much on the multiplayer side. But then, I will say this, I went to the Behind Closed Doors demo, uh, with three four three, and they showed a little bit of the of a beginning of it was either the beginning of the campaign or one of the very early missions, running on PC, and it was running a lot better because um, obviously they just had a monster rig there to account for the game not being done and optimized yet, and it looked it looked a lot better behind closed doors. So I'm still very optimistic that I'm going to enjoy halo wars 2 but i didn't think it had the necessarily best mm-hmm. e3 showing. i'd love to hear from our audience on we none of us got to play the beta we were all in la the whole time and then when we came home we all died yes so yeah i'd love to hear we're all ghosts uh right?
2: <gasps> Ooh. you didn't know
0: i was about to make a joke but then i remembered your terminator 2 thing earlier and i thought you can't spoil, you six spoil something, something? Yeah, i'm not <laughs> oh no i've
2: seen that it's fine oh, cool. okay it's <laughs> good he so. spoiled Terminator 2 for me on the weekend.
0: Uh, Let's, uh, we're not even going to get into this because that. we are we, yes. so out of time. Uh, can oh, I no. add Almost. one game to this okay.
1: that you was not on here, but I got to see a cool BCD of, yep. uh, along with you. Tacoma? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Tacoma oh is the second game by Fulbright, who made Gone Home. Uh, Ryan and I initially saw it. A year ago, ago. last summer. And it felt very much like it was like gone home, but you had gravity boots. That's Mm -hmm. sort of what it felt like, whereas uh, they've revamped a lot of it now, and uh, you're on the space station called the Tacoma. Uh, You come after a distress call. The entire crew is gone but sort of their AI ghosts still exist. And so you go into a setting... Yeah, these reconstructions yeah. from... and it's these six six very specific characters who are very different. They have different jobs, and each one is represented sort of by a, a distinct colored hologram. And so what you do is you recreate a scene. And this was sort of the same mechanics that were in the Arkham VR demo as well as Detroit Become Human mm-hmm. for the PS4. Uh, but when you're recreating a scene, you are rewinding, you're pausing, you're fast-forwarding... Have you played Remember Me? Yes, Kinda it's like a little that? bit like that. Mm-hmm. But you have this sort of a big space where characters will... It's like a... a a scene in a play where the six characters will be making dinner and then they'll split off a little bit yep. Two will go down and play pool one will take a phone call in a Just separate room so yeah because we don't and the whole thing is you want to follow a specific one so you wanna be like well I want to go into this room and see what the person on the phone is doing but then you're missing what they're doing uh, at the pool table hmm. and so you'll rewind and then follow the pool table and they'll be talking like man it was weird that she went to that room and made that phone call like what do you think she's talking about and so you reconstruct who these characters are what their dynamic is and what the overall story and mystery is based on piecing together the different threads of a single story, which I find really cool. That's that awesome. sounds yeah. awesome.
0: It yeah. was excellent and Marty, just in case Gone Home isn't enough of a, of a uh, selling
1: point of a selling point for people, yeah. remind, remind folks what? Oh, they what, made uh, that, most of that team made Minerva's Den, which was the Bioshock 2 DLC, yeah. which is probably the best story ever set in Rapture nice threw it down yeah. that was yeah. impressive I like
2: that Crackdown was really, do we want missing? to just do thumbs up for things or thumbs down right now
0: <laughs> so just yeah real quick these Tell last about few Batman. Uh, Crackdown 3 was missing from the sh- from the conference and then like almost literally when the conference ended they updated the Crackdown.com website with a little note that says hey we're out in 2017
3: mm-hmm. uh, we'll see you later I think
0: so, we'll be mm. yeah games absolutely so you think
1: you've been able to play
3: it probably
1: again cool. <laughs> wow. really like, hey
3: you need to come here
1: and yeah. play this game cool next
3: game uh I, I
0: thought I had to to eat some some crow on Phantom Dust because you know I insisted. Oh, Skipping scale Well, we'll get. Hang on just a second. Marty did not like it. <laughs> I, I thought didn't. I thought Phantom Dust was dead, and Phil kept telling me publicly and otherwise. No, no, it's not. Turns out we were both kind of right, yeah. and it's the the actual new game is dead. Instead, they are remastering. The original, the original Xbox game uh, Xbox game and yes bringing it forward to yeah, the Xbox One yeah that kind of means it's dead I mean, well the the, the new
1: reboot game Vincent yeah. Ingenito is very excited
0: Scalebound. Scalebound. Scalebound I think it looks cool uh, four player boss fight we saw was yeah, huge Platinum games Platinum it looks very Japanese
1: super uh, Japanese yeah. like, I, I feel like cool. they didn't show
2: off too much but it's like this is the thing I'm totally going to play
1: uh, I love Platinum. I love Kamiya. Uh, I love stuff like Bayonetta and Beautiful Joe and Okami and Wonderful 101. Uh, I think that battle was uh, incomprehensible. I, I feel the same way about Final
2: Fantasy's demo at uh, oh, yeah, the Xbox an, conference, though, demo. right? Yeah, but I've seen it. Like, like, look, look at me
3: getting, getting
1: <laughs> dead, getting hit repeatedly. That guy was Are you going to yeah. finish this battle? Yep. I'm super uh, worried about Phantom Dust, despite the fact that I adore its pedigree. Sorry, Scalmon.
0: Yeah well we'll see yeah we'll see we have got time on that one uh wow there are a lot more games than i thought we're Mm -hmm. virtually out of time we have a hard out you play more as bruce wayne than
2: you do as batman which
0: i like i wanted to hopefully spend some time on this but we don't have time i want to say i went into the telltale batman demo they show the first 30 minutes of the game of episode one i was so excited for this because i love telltale and i love batman and the idea of a telltale batman game that's like two great tastes that go Mm -hmm. great together uh, and I liked it, but I absolutely did not love it. And here are my concerns, which I know some people are going to.
2: Well, I think that was a common reception, for. though. Was most you people so? were like, "I liked it, but I didn't love it."
0: So here's the thing: I thought, I think you just said that the Bruce Wayne parts were better than the Batman parts. Yeah. Because uh, the the Batman parts are all QTEs, which like I that's not super fun when you're Batman. Yeah. You know, when you're just like, oh, press right, and so the the Bruce Wayne parts were cool when you're just talking to people and making decisions that way, but. I'm sorry, but uh, I thought as for as great of a a voice actor as Troy Baker is, I think he's all wrong for this. He's, he's I not really explained. don't like. I don't like his performance as shown so far, and I'll give you and I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, the Batman voice—they're doing a modulated thing like this, and it just didn't. I didn't like it. I just straight I didn't like. Think that's Batman
2: the, v Superman inspired specifically? It's like that kind of modulation. I don't know. Well,
0: this has obviously been in development longer than than that film has. Been around, but that's true. Yeah, I didn't like the Batman voice, and then honestly, I just didn't think I didn't like him as Bruce Wayne because he was just I just heard Troy Baker. He yeah. was Troy Baker walking around talking to uh, to Falcone. Yeah, like his he, he was in he was the lead in the last Telltale game I played, which was Tales from the Borderlands, yeah. and I those performances are interchangeable to mm-hmm. me. Uh, Reese yeah. and Bruce Wayne. I just, I don't, I don't think they, I don't know if it's they didn't, like, direct him. or Like, they no. just kind of like, hey, we're just happy to have Troy Baker. I mean, All right, Troy is, Baker. He is
2: just kind of like that, though. But, button, sort of but he
0: was amazing as the Joker, for instance. Oh, well, he was incredible. In, yeah. in uh, Arkham, Arkham Origins. Origins and yeah. he was great in Uncharted 4 as well. Yeah. And he wasn't just Troy. So I just, I don't think he's the right, either, whether it's Telltale, not sort of
2: Could just be early pushing him to too. do something.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, do something sort of more with it or what, but... I just I was very distracted by Troy Baker's mm-hmm. performance mm-hmm. in this, and he's a phenomenal That's voice a actor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mass Effect yeah. got a little new footage.
3: Right, there's That's a lady so on a on an, an arc.
1: It was at the, and it
0: there's
3: was a remember. bunch of arcs going from uh, from Earth to Andromeda. And uh, a woman wakes up. She's the first one to wake up on the first arc. I
2: actually think I missed that Something. Yeah,
1: we
3: saw. <laughs> I, I did all the notes for the rewind with Miranda. Sorry, uh, yes. Yeah. We saw a new Krogan. Oh, yeah, we you're saw right. We some did. Some of too.
1: the battle yeah, footage, yeah. some okay, of the vistas. It looked
3: that. a lot like No Man's Sky, a lot of the planets, which are I
1: bit.
0: hope
3: it's. No.
0: sort of like that yeah. Uh, yeah. Titanfall 2 I, I played I think am I the only one here that played it Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, I, I did get to check out great. the huge line looks of
2: McFarlane toys which are all rad coming out alongside the game mm-hmm.
0: plays fantastic they've really changed the rodeo mechanic a lot uh, please read my preview yeah. for are that, that sort for of single player I'm that's, so excited you, for you. you yes. sort of
1: have a sentient Asimovian that's Iron character. Giant style yeah,
0: totally. seems like yeah. you have a
2: companion which yeah. is really cool you're likening it to Baymax
0: the same core people that are making this Titanfall 2 single player campaign made the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign so that's that to tell you all I need to know. Watch Dogs 2 yeah. felt, felt more Grand Theft Auto-y than ever to me in totally a good agree. way. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco is amazing in it. Yeah. I got to play
1: yeah. it, Milana.
2: Yeah, it I know. Shut
1: up. Uh, it plays really well. I think it nails the flavor of San Francisco super well. Everything feels a little bit more arcadey than the original. Yeah. Uh, it's easier. Driving feels more it's arcadey. It's taking itself less seriously. It's taking itself less yeah. seriously. You you can do a lot more parkour. Uh, the hacks, there's a lot more variety of hacks, and they're much easier to do. And yep. they're all about sort of causing chaos and disruption. Uh, and trolling. Yeah, and trolling. I'm super stoked for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah.
2: We both have previews of that now, actually. Yes. I, and, I mean, literally everything you're player. hearing,
0: we have previews of. Please mm-hmm. look them up. It's a lot more depth than we have time to get into here.
2: I wrote the South Park, the Fracture, South but Park, the the whole uh, Amazing right? reveal. Oh, amazing reveal.
3: I love reveal.
2: that reveal. Yeah. Where they, like, tricked you into thinking it was a Division DLC, and then yeah. it's actually South Park. It was just, like, a little bit too long, and <laughs> the context was inappropriate <laughs> off the yeah. events, so it was, like... That was such a good reveal and, and that they, game's going to be sick. They've added
0: good. nice depth to the combat system. I love the premise. Kind of intimidating of them.
2: depth to the combat. Yeah. I'm a little worried about it. I'm a little it. worried about the combat. Yeah. As well. It might be a bit yeah.
3: too really? much. You're yeah. Like, uh, everybody was complaining that it wasn't in-depth enough. I never complained. No, I, I, I didn't love mean the original. That. Yeah. That I always liked the combat. Dead. My
2: my biggest issue with mm-hmm. the uh Original in terms of an RPG was that the loot meant nothing. You just had a tick next oh, to everything in yeah, your inventory. Yeah. Like, you this can, is objectively the best. So yeah, now you're actually supposed to be tailing. You can change classes whenever you want. You can combine Do, classes. Yeah, hybrid yeah. classes. I'm and happy your about special this. moves. I'm I sure, like sure all there all that will be stuff. like
3: easy mode checkbox.
2: No, yeah, it's it's no, no but I'm that. happy it's, about that stuff. It's yeah. the literal combat the that, that I'm concerned about.
1: It's like it's become a strategy RPG. Yeah.
2: And it's like it seems like it's a lot more in depth, and you're going to have to know what every single person in your party is, and the class of every single one on the other team, because you have to place yourself in accordance with where the tank is and where the healer is. And yeah. I just don't know it how maybe that's going be to be a
1: good. It, maybe it'll do a good job of leading us there. Yeah, it from. also yeah. might just yeah. tell you.
2: Yeah. It, there might be like a little symbol above each head. There that was
0: tells uh, like I don't play tower defense games much, but the I can't remember the name of it now, but the tower, the South Park yeah, tower defense game from back on 360. Yeah. Did a great job of that. Like it, I played. If this is all your first that game, power defense game, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I
2: mean, either way, I think I mean I absolutely love uh, it.
0: Ghost level. Recon Wildlands, a game that I voted for for Game of the Show last year. It's, Got your vote this year? It's, no, It yeah. <laughs> looks they, good, they, but it's they killed my interest. The uh, it. Yeah. the the shine the bloom is off the rose a little bit for yeah. this one. I thought visually, it's taken a huge step Definitely.
1: down. Alpha Squad, where are you at? All right, it, it's Get very in the car. Ser- like
0: I'm the. The environments look pretty nice, but oh, I saw I'm shot. The characters and everything else
1: look pretty. <laughs> Doing the narration, there's a lot of vehicles and were cool. Yeah. It's just... mechanically though, it was very simple. There's yeah. no cover button. There's no yep. cover button. Like there was just and it's a stealth guns. game. Yeah, it was it was very simple, especially I think, for a Ghost Recon game, which is generally mechanically heavy. Yeah. and I wanted it to be more
2: like Far Cry, and it's not.
1: I want everything to be more. like So yeah, we'll see what happens with Ghost Recon. I'm
0: still optimistic, but yeah, my that one that one took a mm-hmm. took a dive for me the the C three and then for honor I'm curious they they showed single player this year after the multiplayer demo last year I was one about the only person on staff that didn't like like it it. last year you You didn't like it last year I didn't like I just I thought it was clunky and I I just thought it was slow and uh, this didn't really change my opinion of it at I all I like it I don't still like it much. i you still, like still feel it
1: I think it feels way different I think it feels like a weird hybrid of Bushido Blade and an actual fighting game uh, I'm not super interested in the multiplayer but I like that they're leaned a little bit heavier into the story I don't know who this weird wizard woman is who that, wants to pit Vikings <laughs> and ninjas against each other but I'm uh, down for you it know, I, the I, I of that character it was so, uh, yeah, silly. so yeah, yeah. I have a wrist
2: problem that means that there's a few games I can't play, For Honor is one of them, and it mm. really, really hurt me to play. Oh. But beyond that, it's like, it was just a lot of the same thing, like, just over and over and over again. It's like, hack at these small guys, yeah. and then there's a big guy, make sure you hack at him more slowly. Now down, now Now keep, down, doing, now now keep mm-hmm. doing that, like, just over and over and over, and I was like, what else does this game have Sounds other like Rise. than that? It does sound like Rise, mm-hmm. so it's like, Rise had some cool set pieces, but as a whole, we already said what was bad about that game... And why would four on a, Me too. But why would we four on a mimic that? Like it's, it seems mm. very so, similar. We'll see. Really uh, definitely
0: good. a divisive yeah. game. There, yeah. people either uh, really love it, and well, then, so we're so. out of time for trivia. We'll just do it next week. But a lot of real quick, if you could tell us what we can spend our money Retail. on this week, Mighty well, even Number or not, nine. There are games coming out this week.
2: Mighty Number Nine. Or don't. We, we gave it just a really bad score. Money on Maybe not spend your Mediocre
0: score, not bad. What are we it. Five point
1: seven. Five. Yeah, that's mediocre. That means okay, right? Mediocre.
2: Yeah. That means don't buy. Literally means mediocre. Umbrella cool and digital, we have Bard's Golf, which is $5. That is a pixel-out platformer. Tour de France, Ooh. that is... Wow, oh, that 2016. Accent. That is uh, $50. <laughs> and Money King Saga, which is $10. Monkey King Saga. Oh, Money King's cool. Monkey King Saga, <laughs> which is $10. On the marketplace, we have playable demos of Doom and yes, Lego Star Wars. Yes, demos!
1: Seven. Yeah, remember demos?
2: I like demos. Um... We have June Games with Gold, Goat Simulator on Xbox One, Super Meat Boy on 360. Both of those are all month long. And we have-
0: now, yeah, just XCOM now. Oh we're yeah, in the second half of the month.
2: Yeah, and XCOM: Enemy Unknown. From get June that. 16 to 30. Get all
0: those games. They're cool. All right. Uh, now stay tuned for the Jeff Strain interview. Wow, this turned out to be a really long episode. When we, <laughs> I mean, I out. still have
2: so much to say on all of our bullet points. I know. Too, we'll Damn see
0: it. In three weeks. Yeah,
2: I'm going to Australia, so I'm not going to be on the
0: show for three weeks. I'm sorry. Shark, you're in. Just tag him in <laughs> on your way out. <laughs> I hope you have a really good time. Thank you. Home. I get to see my that's dog. A, that's, oh, that's the best. I'm going to
2: tweet a lot of pictures of my dog. Please oh, do because I,
0: I haven't. Uh, I've seen just a couple pictures. So lovely. i need some more. I'm very excited. Excellent. Well, we will see you soon. And for everybody else, enjoy the Jeff Strain interview, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Jeff Strain, it's always good to talk to you. You are the CEO, founder of Undead Labs, the hot, the darling of Microsoft Game Studios right now.
5: <laughs> Maybe overstating it a bit. I don't think so. I, I think they like what what was shown today for sure. So,
0: State of Decay 2 is a real thing, yeah. uh, which that's and that's really what I wanted to first to start with you on. We, we got a teaser trailer, which I want to dig into you with here in a minute. But uh, is the game is State of Decay 2 still Class 4 as you originally sort of? Envisioned it and publicly <laughs> stated it right. years and years ago before even Stated Decay came out. Uh, and by class four, I am, of course, referring to an MMO version right. of Stated Decay.
5: Yeah, um, you don't know no, it's it's not. Uh, and you know, this is uh, uh, you go back to uh, 2009 um, when I first started on Dead Labs, and we had this vision to create. You know this online zombie open world uh, survival fantasy type yeah. game, and at the time we divided it into two, as you say, you know, right, two different products: of class three and class four. Because you know, uh, making new things was awesome, right? Everybody in the game industry wants to make new stuff. Sure, um, but it's risky, and and you know, it's easy for. Gamers and game developers to kind of roll their eyes and take publishers to task because they always seem to be very risk adverse. But you know, the fact is that that most new games aren't profitable, right? Most new IP is not profitable, and and particularly. Back I don't know that actually. I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of my audience knows that. Is it very very few games actually make money, right? And and you know, we as developers, we don't talk about the money side a whole lot, right? I mean, these are products of passion and love Uh, but the reality is we couldn't do it if there were not profit somewhere you know of course right so you know at at the end of the day we have to be realistic about that but you know making a new game a new ip when you've got a starry-eyed developer coming in you're sitting you're the publisher sitting across the table and they're pitching on this awesome idea right it's you know you have to kind of keep in mind that well you know chances are it actually either won't complete you know a lot of games never even finish development yeah. or if it does get out there it'll kind of do okay and there'll be some people who kind of liked it but you know it, it it either won't recoup the development advance or um, or maybe just barely right but um, so it's you know on the other hand sometimes you know you back like an Assassin's Creed and lo and behold you've got this huge you know major franchise that's <laughs> going to do really well for yeah. you right so this is this is kind of the you know what every publisher is thinking about is they want those pillar IPs uh, they want those games that differentiate their platform or their publishing uh, portfolio but they have to be very judicious about how they make those investments so so I knew all this I've been in the industry for a long time and I knew this going uh, in and. and you know, particularly for a, a, an ambitious game like State of Decay, um, it was going to be a really tough sell to go in there and say, hey, uh, you know, here's this grand idea. It's going to take us four years to make it. and <laughs> You know, this many millions of dollars yep. and this many developers. And uh, no, it's, you know, a brand new IP that nobody's ever heard of. And, right, it's, you know, it's hard. That's a hard sell. Sure. So part of the strategy of dividing it in half like that was let's walk before we run. You know, let's get a game out that um, that we know we can pioneer some of these core concepts. We have this simulated world, this kind of allowing people to live out their survival fantasies. Um, you know, the permadeath, mm-hmm. um, the things that really differentiate State of Decay. Let's 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 make sure those are actually fun. And before we really kind of step into a much much larger right. right. So that was how we made State of Decay. What became State of Decay, and. You know, it worked really well. Over we five million people played <laughs> the game. Kinda, you know, blew our socks off. Uh, we we're very, uh, very uh, uh, thankful and, and you know feel a lot of gratitude about that. But one of the interesting things that happened was that okay, now here is a game that, that was very much a financial success, and obviously you want to kind of double down and you know make what's next, right? And so we did start on Clash Four. Uh, that that game actually went into development, but. Uh, State of Decay continued to be uh, played a lot and people were very passionate about it. And we really got to a point where we were asking ourselves, are we doing the right thing here, right? Should we... You know, class four was envisioned to be more of an MMO experience. It was a server hosted online world. Hundreds, uh, if not thousands, of players. Yes. With, you know, frankly, the business models that go along with that, right? You Subscription know, fees, or, or free, free to free play with yeah. microtransactions, whatever, right? And, and and those those have their place, but the question who has very me, high risk. Do they have their place in State of Decay? Yeah. And and what kind of motivations are those kinds of business models? And those kinds of, of online mechanics are going to put on us as developers, and are those motivations harmonious with what we've done with State of Decay, right? And, and we eventually got to the point that we thought, probably not, right? The overwhelming by far, number one request that our players had for State of Decay was, give me co-op multiplayer. <laughs> Let me play with my friends, right? What people said is, I want to play a more polished State of Decay with my friends. Simple, right? And and there was just this one day when we all got together and we said, look, you know, why are we doing this, right? Let's, let's give our fans and the people who love this game, let's give them exactly what they want. And so we took a couple of steps back and changed direction, and that's uh, that's what State of Decay Two is. So State of
0: Decay Two, not an MMO, nope. it is it is it is is it not even a Destiny ish shared world experience? It is a four player, it's a four player cooperative. cooperative, drop in, drop out multiplayer. But your your announced trailer hinted at other groups. There was a flare that goes into the air at the end.
5: So, those, what is? What is that ending at? What is is this... uh... Well, so, uh, there will be other um, humans in the game, uh, not necessarily actively controlled by players. Okay. Um, And also, uh, this is not... um, this is not a session-based uh, experience, okay. right? You're not you're not building your group of, of four people, and then those are the people who play this together, right? It's drop-in, drop-out. You can have kind of the same uh, world that you're building and any number of different players coming in, either through invitation or, you know, by by opening it up, right? Um, so we'll be talking about that in a lot more detail, but the, the, the key thing that I want everybody to know is it's not... It doesn't require you to be online. Okay. Right? Um, it is. We've we've designed it very much with the intention of it being easiest, most convenient type of multiplayer you can imagine, right? We're we're, we're very big into making it this role, right? I want to, you know, I'm playing this way right now. Oh, I want to go play with my friends for a little bit. I'm dropping back out, you right know. Um, but we also very much support the solo play experience. This is a survival fantasy game, and. You know, sometimes you want to do it on your own.
0: So, uh, all right, four-player drop-in, drop-out. Mm-hmm. Can can you so, so can your group size still end up being? Does it just end up getting bigger if you've got say maybe seven survivors in your group, but then oh well, actually three more because I got my buddies here. And is there any is there any sort of uh, unpredictable dynamic that can occur between those four
5: human players? Are you asking me if the combination of the human-controlled players in the game and computer-controlled players in the game will exceed four? Like in your community? No, I guess I'm asking more of you know. In In State of Decay, you
0: have uh, you need to manage the happiness and uh, the relationships. Right. So, it does that. Is are those dynamics present in the person to person, the human to human? You know, human-controlled player relationships, or or is that still strictly an, a human to AI, you know, a player to AI relationship? Yeah,
5: that's that's going to be. Um, and, and again, you know, this is. Uh uh, we are still in development and sure. anything I tell you is subject to change. Right? <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the intention is that uh, those kinds of managing other players' happiness is uh, still something that is human to AI, right? That's okay. something you're doing yeah. with your community of survivors. There is a there is very much a distinction between uh, characters that you rescue and bring into your community, NPC-controlled characters, and players who are coming in, human-controlled players who are
0: coming in. So there's no way to... You're, you're not going to... Uh you can't really troll or be a dick to your friends in the in the cooperative experience.
5: Um, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say that actually. I, I think you probably could be. Um, probably could be. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're we're um, uh, you know, this is if you put in rigid structures to keep people from being dicks. Yeah. Um, a lot of time, what you do is you homogenize the experience. Um, you know, we don't want anybody to, to have a bad time playing, and and I think that in terms of who you're able to play with or who's able to join your game, uh, you know, kind of setting up the, you know, it's kind of like setting your Facebook privacy settings, right? You can kind of set up that. But once that's set up, we're not going to put a whole lot of restrictions on behavior when you're actually playing together because some of the, some of the best and most emergent stories come out of people doing unpredictable things you know, and uh, putting rigid systems in place that kind of guide you down a narrow channel is, is not going to be consistent with that. Uh,
0: so you kind of mentioned you you already hit on this uh, the when you said more polished state of decay. That was you know. With respectfully, the the first game use that uh, J word, and don't you use that J word <laughs> for for all its for all its strengths. Uh, State of Decay was perhaps a little technically rough around the yes. edges. Yes, it was. Uh, can we expect a lot of technological improvements, especially yeah. now that we're on a new generation? Yeah. platform.
5: Uh, is is that a is that a focus for yeah. you guys? No, I, I think there's. Um, well, first of all, the answer is absolutely yes. <laughs> I mean, you know the uh, 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 the way we kind of you know look. We we releasing through the arcade live channel on 360 um, I think that uh, people were able to look past the roughness uh, of some of that because you know the gameplay was fresh and unique and interesting Um, you know the sequel will be a sequel. It will be much more published. Um, and there's a couple of things going on. And it'll One, be sixty bucks, probably, yeah. right? So, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot more ambitious. There's a yeah. lot more publisher support for it, yep. uh, you know, uh, financially and just in terms of the resources they're being, bringing to bear on it. Uh, Microsoft has Microsoft's very excited about this title. They've been, you know, and continue to be great partners with us in this. Um, other things, uh, we've moved to Unreal Four. Yep. Um, nice. Uh, we, we really had some struggles with our previous engine. In, uh, um, you, you, were you Cry,
0: cry Engine before? 4 of memory sir. is that correct? No. Yes. Yes. We were okay.
5: Think, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, although I think a big part of that was that you know at the time we adopted CryEngine three, uh, they hadn't actually shipped a game on Xbox at that time, mm-hmm. um, and it was only. Uh, a couple months before we released that the very first one hit, so you know. But Unreal Four is just a phenomenal engine, and it's you know it's allowing us to just you know really create a beautiful and worlds, and, and gives us the tools that we need to really uh, iterate and and smooth out those rough edges. So, um, so when yeah. a lot of developers crow on about
0: uh, how their sequel has a has a new engine, but it's really just an upgraded version of the, the the last one from last gen, right. you're you're actually not BSing. You no. have a literal new engine powering no. this
5: thing. Yeah, and that's why um, you know it would have been uh, far faster to just do a quick turn and burn, uh, you know, add multiplayer, push something out the door yep. on the the existing engine. Um, but we really we really wanted to give people a true sequel and, and make them feel like this was built from the ground up around the multiplayer experience. And it was built from the ground up to be a, um, uh, you know, a much more polished and tighter game experience. Is it still...
0: So the re- probably the biggest reason above all that I love State of Decay uh, and really championed it at IGN right before it came out is that uh, it is secretly a role-playing game. <laughs> Is it still, like, at, is the core gameplay still kind of very, going to be very familiar to State of Decay fans?
5: Absolutely. Again, the theme here was, if we were to build exactly, you know, a, a sequel that would be exactly what the vast majority of our players wanted, what would it be? And yeah, we're, we're not going to take all of the hard work of proving out a lot of these mechanics and proving a formula that people really connect with and, and fundamentally altering it. You know, we... We describe State of Decay as a survival fantasy game, right? In the same way that Quentin Tarantino movies are revenge fantasy, right? You know, it's survival fantasy. It's not just survive this wave. It's not just survive to the end of the shopping mall or whatever. It's it's literally, you know, live out your survival fantasy. And in order to do that, you have to make a great role playing game, right? You have to let people put themselves in the role of surviving in this in this beautiful post apocalyptic world. Uh- I'm sure that
0: internally you guys did a postmortem on State of Decay Several. <laughs> uh, before before you launched fully into what ultimately became State of Decay Two, rather than Class Four. C- are you willing to share any kind of any of the the big successes that that, that you guys came away with after after that introspection and, and maybe some of the, the the
5: challenges or failures? Sure. Um, well, I think in terms of uh, I'll talk about failures first. You know, we had a lot of mechanics that um, we knew were non traditional and were perceived to be somewhat risky. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously, permadeath was a big one there. That unique blend of uh, role playing and action and, um, uh, and and simulation was, uh, you know, nobody had ever really presented that formula quite the right time there. Um, another system we had was uh, offline progression, where um, when you logged out of the game, uh, it, it, you know, we modeled the world continuing without you being Yeah, you there. had to patch that one. So we patched it, yes, yes. That turned out to be, uh, you know, the intent was always... Well, it's mostly good stuff that happens, right. right? So if you've started building this garden and you come back tomorrow, the garden will be done, right? Yeah, that's great. But we also wanted there to be a little bit of decay to it, right? <laughs> that, um, uh, you know, over time, if you, you know, if you're gone for a couple of days and you come back, then you know, somebody may have run off with, you know, having food or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So after the game we released, uh, you know, that was kind of the number one complaint people had, and we threw a series of patches, pulled it back, pulled. It back back, pulled it back. Um, But, you know, I think it's clear that, you know, especially people who would like go on summer vacation or something and come back after a couple of months and Log back into the game. Everything was in shambles. Right? Everyone's yeah. dead. I don't yeah, know what exactly. happened. Uh, so we won't do that again, right? I mean, that's, again, the whole point of, of what we called Class 3 was to learn. We, You know, we wanted to make a smaller experience, learn from it, so we could really have confidence going forward into the bigger bet. Uh, and and this is one of the things we learned. That, that did not work out well. Um, things that worked out very well, obviously, the permadeath side, I think, um, really worked well. The... Uh, you know, making permadeath is easy. Uh, making permadeath in a way that your players don't rage quit because they feel like they've just lost 20 hours of their lives right. is a lot better. And our fundamental premise there was your character is actually your community, right? Yeah. It's, it's not any one character that you control, right? You stated a case that went unique in that, you know, you play a character for a while until they get tired, you check them back in and you start playing as somebody else. Or you're going on a specific type of mission, you know you want to take this specific character. Um, And so that gets you kind of used to the idea that unlike a traditional RPG, there is no you, there is no one hero, right? You are this community. And it's a little bit of an abstraction, but... The great thing about that is that then when one of your characters dies, you're still sorry, it still hurts. Oh, right? my,
0: Maya's death still pains me, believe yes. me.
5: but all the time, you know, the, the value of what you have accrued as a player is reflected in your community. In the things that you've built, and the resources you've gathered, and in all the other characters that you've rescued. And so you don't feel like you've lost, you know, that time necessarily. And I think that worked really well. We you know, we we actually think about it more now is that you know, this is putting it in RPG terms, right? But uh, characters are loot. (laughs) Characters are loot, you know. Uh, finding different characters with different skills and different abilities that you're gonna get to, you know, kinda train up and and play as and and be able to leverage some of their talents, that's that's as cool as finding a, you know, plus five master sword, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah uh take me back now let's let's rewind a little bit to the first 48 hours when state of decay launched in <laughs> in fact you guys it must have been uh, just the 3 year anniversary it was june yeah, 5th. yeah. so uh, it obviously it completely blew up tell okay. t- bring me inside undead labs at that point uh, how unexpected how, like were you guys sitting around questioning if there were are these numbers correct like what or was it just like Yep, we knew this is awesome. Nailed it.
5: like yeah. what, what what was the attitude like? You no, know, I think we didn't I mean, I mean honestly We didn't know what to expect um, You know, I have been involved with games Uh, in the past that I knew were going to do well. You were the original programmer on World of Warcraft. Well, uh, yes, but I I mean, even going back further than that, right, Uh, you know, I knew StarCraft was going to do well, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Uh, You know, I had a lot of confidence in that. Uh, You know, uh, but this was not one of those times, and it wasn't at all, like, I was, I can honestly say I was more proud of that game than any game I'd ever worked on in the past. But the big question was, uh, you know, are people going to resonate with some of these, uh, you know, these these design uh, directions we've done? Is, is that really going to land well? Right? Yeah. Are people is and here's another one too. Ryan, is that you know, like, there's zombie games out there, right? And, so just
0: and, a few. There yeah, was there was yeah. another another big one right in this Microsoft Zone conference Absolutely. with you, guys. which looks
5: awesome, by the way. But but I think what really you know what we were trying to do was was model that survival experience, model the genuine. Walking Dead, you know, like what, what, would, you know, what would you do, right? Was kind of the tagline. Yeah. What would you do, right? And so, you know, that was a, a, a whole new thing, and we just didn't know how it was going to land. If people loved that aspect of it, and probably be able to look past the rough edges and, you know, and, and enjoy it. Um, So, you know, I remember very distinctly getting in bed that night. It was supposed to, uh, the Xbox Live uh, infrastructure was supposed to make it live starting around 2 a.m. and then it would roll across the the world. Yeah. So I got in bed that night, and of course I wasn't going to sleep. You know. uh, and I had an Xbox in my room, and the only real way that we were able to get kind of real-time telemetry uh, was through the leaderboards. Yep. And uh, you know, we tracked zombie kills and all these different well, things.
0: You don't have a product manager at Microsoft that can that can text or call you with with actual reports. Not You're looking at, at the leaderboard. Like, a, not that's at two what in, we
5: do. Not at two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and and frankly, not on. Uh, You know, let's remember, this was an Xbox Live Arcade. Live Arcade. Rest in peace, Live Arcade. That's right. Um, And so the infrastructure on the publishing side is somewhat different uh, for uh, games in that channel versus, like, a AAA presentation like you saw today, right? Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, so 2 o'clock came and, and, uh, you know, I had my Xbox on and I started, you know, the equivalent of F5-ing on the the boards, (laughs) right? Uh, and, you know, by the time I went into work at about 7, uh, we had already passed so 120,000 or something like that. I mean, it was just crazy. And I was convinced that, that, that it was wrong. And right. I was reading it wrong. So I went in and I talked to our tech director, and I was like, hey, you know, are, are we sure we're running the leaderboards right? You know, we were able to use some other means to go in there and actually see how many unique IDs and connect with the game. You, know, Did
0: you hit a million in like 72 hours or a week or something. Yeah, it was about a week. Eh, yeah, it was, it was about three or four days. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I'm. I don't expect you to share confidential numbers, but I have to imagine it. It surpassed your own internal expectations
5: by a margin of some sort? By more than an order of magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by substantially more than an order of magnitude. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the, the the numbers now that I've been authorized to trade it this way, right, is, is five million unique players, right? Wow. Uh, yeah. And so that's even like if you, you know, if you look at um, somebody who's played State of Decay plus all the expansions, right, that's that's not kind of padding it up with DLC, right? That's idea unique Wow. Yeah. So it it did really well, and, and it continues to work, right. And uh, one of the things that we loved was that you know people played through the story, and then they started again and played yep. over and over again. And just, uh, so d- did you guys throw a hell of a
0: company party? I mean, is there there's got to be a some sort of celebration it's something like that happens, right?
5: We did. We had a launch party that night, um, but it was just going to be a launch party. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we were. At, Three hundred thousand will be done right, <laughs> and so to be able to go to that launch party and announce numbers was was, was pretty cool and that 's why you know every time we we write anything about the game or, or anything on our website you 'll always see us front and center thanking the community right and that 's not just lip service man this you know it, it, we wouldn 't be doing this we wouldn 't be here if if people hadn 't given it a chance yeah. right and that's and that 's really you know I think the the thing that's great is that nobody had ever heard of State of Decay nobody had ever heard of you know this particular IP or, yeah and uh, but they were willing to give it a shot and you know, and you know, it worked out. So.
0: And and I, uh, pardon me if this is too
5: personal a question, but do you, do you own that IP? <laughs> do you own State of Decay? No, no, uh, no. We, so uh, it's a it's a joint partnership joint? Okay. between
0: Microsoft. And All right, Microsoft. so yeah. still uh, you, you got you got the you got the you're like chain chain to the man a little bit, but it's still half
5: yours or some percentage. Yours. Well, I think it's it's. Uh, you know, it's fine to be chained to the man <laughs> when the man puts on a conference like this show like the, right. this morning, right? I'm not too disappointed to be chained to the man on that. But, uh, but, but I will say that, you know, a State of Decay will always be a partnership between us and, and you know, and and I mean this from the heart when I say this is that one of the things that we have really appreciated is that the people we work with at the mic on the Microsoft side are just as passionate about the game as we are, right? I mean literally yeah. pouring their souls into it. Um and, and that's great, right? So many times I think developers work with publishers, for whom, you know, some IP is just another skew in the product catalog, yeah. right? Um, but but the people we work with have their hearts in it, and that makes it easy. I guess last question, I mean, is it, you know, you've, you've been, uh, you
0: know, you mentioned you touched on, last time you and I talked on Podcast Unlocked, we kind of went through your history a little bit, you know, you touched on StarCraft, World of Warcraft, so you've been, you know, you, you've you worked at the, the biggest of the big, you know, huge things is it almost more rewarding when something like State of Decay that you've built with your own two hands with a really <laughs> small group that's your own thing that you more or less have ownership of is it—is it more rewarding when that blows up than, than, than when you wake up and like yep, StarCraft sold 7 million units
5: yeah, sure but um, uh, you know, I obviously on a very personal level feel a lot of um, investment in this I mean, I, you know this IP is something that um, that I've been invested in for six years, seven years now. Yeah, uh, and um, and I think that you know the the difference there is that from for me in my experience at Blizzard, you know, I worked on StarCraft, which was a successor to Warcraft. I worked on Warcraft Two at the tail end of it, which yep. was a sequel to, to Warcraft One. I. Um, I got to work on Diablo, but that project was already well underway. Uh, you know. I, I did uh, uh, head up all world Warcraft for a period of time, um, but again, that's building on existing IP. Right. Um, you know, this was a great experience because we literally started from absolute ground zero and built it, you know, start with a blank sheet of paper, okay. and that's what's really oh, yeah. compelling and exciting about it for me as a developer. Uh,
0: last question is, so is Class 4 in its sort of original MMO design is that still something that could be on the roadmap for you guys in the future, or, uh, or, or what? Or is, or is that I no that, longer the direction you guys want to go?
5: I think right now what we have done is we've said uh, we understand what State of Decay has become. Not just what we built it to be, right? right—but But it it is now a living organism that's part what we build and part the way the people who love the game play it and, and engage with it, right? And I think that for us, the litmus test is always going to be, always going to be, what can we do next that more closely brings it to the kind of idealized, let you live out your fantasy with no constraints, yeah. right? Um, you know, state of decay was a, a rough approximation of that. You know, we'll push that further in state of decay too. Is it going to be, you know, all the way to this kind of glorious holy grail of, <laughs> you know, total freedom? No, and I think successively we'll get there. If the time comes when we feel like the thing that's limiting our ability to do that is uh, kind of the, you know, the single virtual world with you know thousands of players in it at the same time, then we'd make that step. But right now. Right now we don't see that. Right now that's not what's holding us back.
0: Spoken like a man who's developed a game or two over the years. (laughs) Uh, Jeff Strain, thank you so much. It is always a pleasure. Looking forward, just can't wait to play State of Decay 2. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Bye Bye.